0: newscast episode 33 for saturday december the 18th i'm your host nathan mustafa with me today andy gergen hey nathan what's gergen going is on is dead i'm alive He's still dead You're i'm dead. Talking to was ghost uh neil ronahan hello hello and special guest very special guest mr grant
1: i'm
2: special <laughs> Grant, yeah. This is like your this is your second episode of the newscast, but your first yes. in like 31 episodes or something ridiculous like that. <laughs> yes, it like it's March, been a while. March, April, Mr. Uh, Mr. Zach Miller is is in Hawaii. Um, Zach
0: Miller is dead.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Zach Miller just drowned in Hawaii. Sorry, Miller Zach Miller is dead. I won't start that again.
0: No, let's not let's not start that again. <laughs> let's let, let's but not say he something. he actually wolf. might be. The chances of him being dead are probably higher than the chances of Andy being dead last episode. <laughs> fair point. I'm just saying.
2: My internet connection is a little more solid now, so hopefully, uh, well, at least it seems to have alive. been. So here's hoping that my call lasts for the duration of the hour-ish podcast. Do you want to start testing your uh your internet
0: prowess with the news, Andy?
2: Hey, I would love to do that. Go. We're we're um. Oh wait, before we do that, we should probably like set up the episode a little bit. This is gonna be um a feature episode, so to speak. We're gonna have a little bit of news and, and downloads as per usual in the first bit, but um before too long, we're gonna kind of. Put a halt on that and, and hop into what I would refer to as the first of two parts. That's that's my personalized title for it, of uh, the 2010 best of list for the newscast crew. Yes. Um, and so, Grant and Carl. And Grant. <laughs> and and <laughs> Carl Castaneda, who you may recall uh, founded RFN – well, not founded. Uh, hosted RFN for forever and a half, like seven years ago. Carl will be joining us next week. In two weeks. I had a gigantic scare related to Carl
0: um there was like an internal email thread going on in the staff email, and then people posted the uh the pax panel and yes. um up until that point, I had seen like a picture of Mike, and for some reason, I thought it was Carl, and so <laughs> I saw that video and then I heard Carl and I saw that it wasn't who I thought he was, and I just <laughs> flipped the hell out. <laughs> I felt like my mind had been violated. It's it's really it weird ridiculous. like it's really weird meeting it, people that like I've heard on podcasts and didn't know what they looked like. I like, guess I mean, see when, when I met you guys or when I saw you guys briefly, some of you at E three, like I you know, I hadn't seen you, so it wasn't like weird to me. Yeah. But like this is like seeing uh like a book character on the cover of the book and then seeing the movie of the book and you're like, What the hell?
1: It happens every time you see a radio DJ in real life.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They always, oh,
1: yeah. they always have a face for radio, you know, for the most part. So uh, I'm not saying not that weird. about Carl. No. I, I, <laughs> no. Podcasts and that. radio are different. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh,
0: <laughs> podcasts are just a bunch of suave. Uh, podcasts yes, are full of hot people. Very beautiful men. Yeah. Yes, indeed. You know. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this is going to be the
3: first, first of two parts for Game of the Year. <laughs> We're gonna have in each episode we're gonna go over some news, probably not that many what you review and stuff, mainly because it's kind of the end of the year. We don't have as much stuff to talk about, but except yeah. for those
0: of us that have put off our reviews endlessly yeah, I mean yeah, we' we'll yeah. all have there will be uh-huh.
3: reviews from us trickling in. It's just that we've gotten to the point where none of them are really that interesting. So unless something's interesting, we're not going to talk about it for these for the rest of the year.
2: Save the least interesting for last, yes.
0: or for never. Save the least interesting for newscast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and hop into some news here. Um, first up, we're going to talk about a little bit about the uh, the NPD numbers for this month. Well, November. actually, for last month, for November 2010. Um, basically, we we're looking at the DS was the top selling video game system of the month. It uh sold uh two point no wait. Sold one point five it sold it sold million. four eight fifteen
0: sixteen twenty three forty two, right? Yes, exactly. It
2: sold a curse. Um <laughs> We're looking at we're, we're looking at about one point five million uh D S systems and about one point two million Wii systems sold in November uh which is down slightly from last month or from uh last, last November November of oh9 yeah. but uh, overall still pretty solid for Nintendo. We, we they had um, three exclusive titles in the top ten with a uh, Just Dance 2, We nice. um, Fit Plus, and uh, oh boy, where's DKCR? DKCR, um, thank you. Yeah, Donkey uh, Kong Country wow. Returns. It's good to see it up there. I mean,
3: I don't yeah. know, like I don't think Kirby was up there at all, or even Wii Party, no. or any of their other fall releases.
2: Well, and it's it's also worth noting that this is the first month we we're getting, or not the first month, but this is among the first months. We're getting the new formatted NPD uh, yeah. numbers, which combines all of the different SKUs for a particular title, which means Call of right. Duty Black Ops sold you know a jillion copies because all of the different consoles were combined. Yep. Uh, so the Wii numbers factor into the fact that Call of Duty Black Ops was number one, although my best guess is they don't factor in a whole hell of a lot. Nah. Um, same yeah, with uh, Madden cool. 11, which placed – uh, fourth, um, an NBA 2K11, which finished ninth, uh, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, finished seventh. All those have Wii versions. Once again, I'm not going to go out there and say the, the, the Wii versions contributed too much to those, to those standings. Um, they, did, they did comment and say that if they did it the old way, Halo Reach would have finished 10th, but because of the new method, it did not place in the top 10. Um, but a... is that right, or did I have that wrong? No, that, that, doesn't that, that right. seems right. Oh yeah, it. no, it
1: does seem right. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, yeah.
2: what do you guys
3: have to say about? I know 360 was kind of kicking a little ass this month. I think they were the only the only system that was uh, improved from from 2009. Yeah,
2: I will go out. I will. Yeah, I'll go out on a limb and say I will uh, eat my words a little bit about Connect. I, I've said from the very get go of Connect and Move that neither one would would sell or be worth talking about a year after it launched and. It looks to me like the Kinect may be actually proving me wrong on that. Move doesn't yeah. appear to be going down that Connect
1: path. seems but. like it, it's, it's got a great um, holiday pull because anybody yeah. who wanted a, to buy a Wii for their kids has already done it. So now I think Kinect is the thing to get. So we'll see if that keeps going next year, but um, so it seems like a ho- I mean, holiday thing.
3: I mean, the one thing is is that, like, I mean, obviously it's having a much better launch than move, but... Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. the whole thing is, will, will it be able to last? Are they going to yeah. have enough pool to keep it going on through the year, or is it just going to be, like, the Tickle Me Elmo of,
2: like, this holiday season? Well, that all, all depends on what kind of games come out for it over the course of 2011.
0: Yeah, um, I'll be honest. I, like completely... I think what they're hoping to do is sell a giant glut of them to the casual crowd, and then... Tr- something is going to come out later, some big exclusive title, and you're you're probably not going to need Connect to have it, but you're probably going to want to have it. Yeah. And then they're going to try and get that extra, you know, boost from the the in, core gaming crowd. In all honesty, a lot of the uh, the Connect games that they showed off at TGS,
3: like uh, from the Japanese developers, like uh, what was there? There's Project Haunt. Eden.
0: Oh no, that wasn't there. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, I forget. I forget all the games um. that were shown off, but there was like the one that's like Steel Battalion for Connect. And they had yeah. the one... I think there's something from Grasshopper. There's something from Sega. And those were the first games that actually looked like they might be interesting, except for it should be noting that I don't think any gameplay has been shown from those games. They were basically just like, this yeah. game's going to come out on Connect. It's coming. Done. Yeah. Like, when I actually see... That's, that's the whole thing, is I want to see, see a normal game from that system that
0: makes the yeah. camera
3: work in a way that's not just like, look guys, I'm boxing and it kind of sucks.
0: Well and the problem is it can only really register those more sweeping gestures because like you look at the spacing between the the dots it's reading you with and like it won't see finger movements yeah. obviously you mm-hmm. know so then there goes the hope of like I'm going to pull a trigger and it's going to do that in game you yeah. you won't see that
2: when you when you look at the the kind of games that have come out on the Wii over the past 5 or 6 years and you look at the ones that have some sort of a cross market appeal with uh, the core Xbox user Aren't very many mm. good ones. Like there aren't very many gamers' games that have really yeah. successfully used motion control on the Wii over the past, you know, five, five, six years. And some of that may be well, due to the fact that those games just aren't made on Wii generally, regardless. Well,
3: I mean, um, I would say but, like even I mean, Twilight Princess being a GameCube port and all, that's still a gamer's game and it used motion controls. Galaxy, but well,
1: I Metroid would say Prime used, Three is the Metroid best example. Metroid Prime Three is, best is yeah. the yeah.
2: best example, but I wouldn't say Zelda used it well. To shake the remote to yeah. to attack you, and yeah no, the, aiming your bow was was pretty cool, I guess, but really like that's not that essential well
0: i mean we we just got um James bond I mean doesn't wouldn't you say it has a fair bit of appeal to the I to think that's, Xbox audience? that could uh, be the would, first
1: really great example based on the reviews I've been reading and everything it's a, we're talking it's a about
2: kick ass game we're talking about maybe ten to fifteen games over the course of five years,
1: yeah, am I at my face and saying that? I think no, I'm
0: right. I mean, you're but right. that and you know, you also wouldn't be off base if you said that's not what the Wii is about because it's not. So Yeah. It, yeah that's it's a, not
4: really what Connects it, yeah. about
2: either. Yeah, no, but it's, it's what not. yeah, but it's what Xbox has been about for it's what Xbox has been successful at for 5 years. It is. So. And they,
0: well, that's why Microsoft didn't co-launch the Xbox Slim with Connect. I mean, they and put it in a bundle because they wanted to get the hardcore gamers like Final, not final, but you know, like a big push with just the slim units because they will buy that, and then they need something to get everyone else to buy it for Christmas.
2: Yeah, you know, I have my doubts that it'll be a long-term Smash success, but they, they seem to be doing well so far, so we'll wait and see. I, I, I still don't have any real interest in, in purchasing one, so
0: you know, I, I hope it does well enough to the point where maybe we'll get games that I will
2: enjoy on it. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't that be nice?
3: <clears throat> or I hope it crashes and burns, and I can get one for twenty dollars in like a year and a half
2: so uh so neil there's a there's a new way forward game coming to d s i where yeah uh, I'm pretty excited. some sort of a some sort of an action puzzle game in which players help a green skinned alien you know just just an old fashioned green skinned alien to navigate toward warp portal exits is that a canned enough reading for you um why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Um, players avoid hazards, e.g.,
3: pink puffballs, electric barriers, and create planets to use as jumping platforms. At the end of each level, players must dodge a laser beam shot from a robotic T Rex. The dinosaur each sinks off screen amid small explosions <laughs> when defeated. They're really getting um, into the
1: small explosions. They're really getting into the details <laughs> of this game and that writeup. There. Oh my you god! Describe oh, yeah, the explosions. This is,
0: okay, well, no, no. The, we you know we should note that this is the ESRB's yeah. take on it. You know, like they're pointing out like the violence and oh, you know hey, things. Sure. That, you know, parents need to look. I at. I wonder them, if so. it would
1: be worse if it was a real T Rex as opposed to a robotic T Rex. That might
0: be <laughs> probably <laughs> probably. It sounds like it might be a follow
3: up to Mighty Flipchamps. Because, like, yeah. I mean, just so, like, well, because, you yeah, know, so, you know it's a
0: get-to-the-end-of-the-screen uh, puzzle game, so... Yeah.
3: And I'm actually maybe. looking up, because I realize that in our show notes we don't actually say what the game is called.
2: Is there, <laughs> is there a name for it? I kind of thought maybe yes. there wasn't I don't think that...
1: It. I, don't, I thought it didn't have one.
2: Mighty Flip Champs 2. It's probably called Avoid it's like Hazards. It's something Milky
0: Way. Hold on. T-Rex Milky Way. Is it called Navigate Toward War? Mighty Milky
3: Way. Yeah, it's totally a sequel no to way. Mighty
0: Flip Champs. Oh, okay.
3: Mighty Milky, yeah. Milky Way. Like it's, it's totally some kind of follow-up to Mighty Flip Champs. I believe there was cool. a green-skinned alien character or something, maybe. I don't remember exactly. It's been hmm. a while since I've played Mighty Flip Champs, but it looks like it's a follow-up to it. I mean, I'm definitely interested. I pretty much dig everything that WayForward does at this point.
2: They've done good work. Yep. Yeah. that about it. Yeah. Spe- speaking of things with the word flip in the title
0: do you want to flip over to game talk and grant talk about Flip, twisted world
3: twisted world you, you, you yeah reviewed, so you we, we had game. that we had that yes. big old developer diary, developer diary. right made this game look interesting well it,
1: i think it, those diaries were interesting because even at you know even a mediocre game i think the development process is is fairly interesting uh to read about you know i yeah. i think it's a lot harder than uh well, I mean after reading reading that kind of stuff, it's a lot harder than I would have imagined. Um so, uh the game did not turn out great. Uh but there are good things about it. Uh, I'm not gonna say that, are, that it's um a complete disaster. I, 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 the, the main problem with it is that it's just uh really buggy. It feels it feels unfinished, which is odd because they spent a long time developing that thing. So I don't know what happened. Um but uh you can read the review for, um, you know, a detailed look. But basically, if you don't know about this game, you play as a small um, sorcerer's apprentice character. He's um, kind of Mario-esque in that he can jump, and it's a 3D platformer. And the uh, worlds that you go through are very colorful, and they're kind of floating in space, Uh the the levels are all very like haphazard scattered platforms like like Super Mario Galaxy. It's pretty obvious that that's the um yeah. the, uh, feel they were going for. Uh and it has a interesting um cool mechanic in that the uh, the whole premise of the game is that you go through and you have to flip the world around to uh to get through the levels. Um so all that really amounts to is it makes your character uh able to walk on walls and ceilings. Because if you rotate the world toward the wall, then your, your character falls on the wall, so you can walk on it. So that's all it really amounts to. You can walk on walls. Um, you know, there's, there's some good things in here, but they just didn't push the level design hard enough. Uh, most, most of the levels just consist of you running along, and you uh, hit a bottomless pit, and you flip yourself left or right, so you land on something to your left or right, and then you keep, keep going, and, and you do it over and over and over. Um, so there's a few things more interesting than that, but not many. And the main problem with it is the enemies, they've got scattered throughout the game. Um, I don't know what happened, but the combat is just broken. It's, it's like the collision detection. (laughs) Like you, you, uh, first of all, all your attacks are waggle controlled. So that's strike one. You run toward an enemy and you have to swing the remote to hit him and there's a massive delay, like worse than the, you know a lot worse than the Zelda delay when you when you use your sword um, so I found it very difficult to hit an enemy without getting hit first, and your life goes pretty quick um, i don't know and 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 there's also a kind of a butt stomp move that you can do uh, but it seems like the um the game doesn't know exactly where your enemy is, so you you will often miss when you should be hitting them or vice versa oh. um, it's just it's just hard to play it's just buggy i mean i i don't know any other way to say it the The graphics are pretty nice um that's one of the better parts they're shiny and uh some of the level designs are really nice and some of the the art design is pretty good the um main character is actually really really cute and uh animates well good animations um so that's good, but it you know, it's not enough to to pull that game through. Yeah, I so. mean it's,
3: it's actually kind of funny about like I guess how disappointing that game turned out is um on the live show, uh Craig Harris from formerly of IGN was talking about, you know, the review process and how like, you know, Majesco know like mm-hmm. a Majesco made game is going to have problems cuz they don't give it a big enough budget, which yeah. seemed kind of poignant yeah. because I I had recently edited your review grant and I was just thinking I... of that while he said that.
1: I honestly think that's that. That had to be the problem. Um, yeah, because you know, I know. I, know I mean, I kept
3: on getting delayed, but I remember uh, early. I think it was after our first developer diary, which was back in August, because um, it was delayed from I think May to September, and then it ended up right. not coming out until October. But sure. someone asked, like, "Oh, with the delay, did you guys get more time to work on it?" And no, they didn't. It was just delayed.
1: Like They just sat on it. I think, I think they,
3: they, they ran out, like, I mean, not necessarily ran out of money, but, like, they didn't have the resources and funds to polish that game as much as they wanted to or yeah. as, well, as much remember- as the game needed.
1: I remember we were all speculating that maybe they would delete it because they wanted to stay away from Super Mario Galaxy 2. That, which... that is
2: 100% the reason. Yeah, I don't think that was speculation. I think they said that. Well, yeah. I, yes, I, but
1: but if you're saying – I mean maybe that was what they said and in reality uh, there were other things going on. I don't know. But um, yeah,
3: I, I legitimately got a quote from a PR person oh, saying right. we delayed it because of Super Mario Galaxy 2. Sure.
1: Okay. Yeah, I forgot How if that was – How far
0: off do you think this was from um, Epic Mickey? Like in terms of quality, I don't know. Have you demoed it at all,
3: Neil? Well, um, I, I demoed it at E three uh, yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I played it, and apparently no. that was when it was in a really a terrible form. But I bet you from I bet playing you it then. Demoed. From playing it then, I remember TYP Lauren and I were at the Majesco appointment. That's where that's where I first played A Boy in His Blob, we which was like heavenly, and then we went yeah. over to Flip's Twisted World, which I knew a little bit about at the time. I was kind of excited to play it because it seemed interesting. And I despised that demo. Like, nothing worked. And I'm yep. thinking more and more that that's, like, that was near... Not the final game, but, like, it didn't Close. get much better than that. And it, I would say yeah. that Epic Mickey's a far better game than this. But, more, I mean, just from my kind of... What I've read and what I remember playing is that I feel like Epic Mickey's a better game than this. But not really because... Oh, okay. Not saying Epic Mickey's amazing, but saying that this seemed to be really buggy and shitty. Because Epic yeah, Mickey's mean, not buggy. Uh,
1: they polished Epic Mickey, at least. I mean, it yeah. Okay,
0: like... I just thought that Epic Mickey's controls were borked because of the camera issues. Um, the camera issues maybe, are the worst like, part of the controls. Other than that, I didn't mind the controls. Oh, okay, I just thought that maybe it would be interesting if like, the only thing buoy- buoying, uh Epic Mickey in a lot of people's minds is the IP. And like maybe we'd have a chance to see... Um, you know like how games do like similar games without a famous ip would do but sounds like it's better and i think it's also
3: the difference between resources because epic mickey i mean just by the fact that there's not it's not buggy you can tell that resources went into epic mickey quite a bit of resources too whereas i mean i think epic mickey they may have also ran out of time because i heard stuff about how that was rushed for holiday 2010 and it was kind of like this has to come out this year and I, I think I've heard speculation that maybe that game wasn't, or at least maybe some of the people on that staff were like, okay, we need more time, but Disney wasn't giving it to them.
2: Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, well anyway,
1: uh, just uh, one more thing about flips. I, I I wanted to also point out that the music was, was pretty good. And I remember we, um, I think, was it RFN had an interview with Tommy Tallarico? Yeah, because yeah, the music's and... done by
3: Tommy Tallarico.
1: Right, and so he, you know, he deserves credit for being one of the the high points of the game. There was some really good jazzy stuff in it. Um, A lot of different genres kind of got bounced around. So I like that part of it. So there's a plus, but it's not enough to make you, you know, go buy the game.
3: It's sad. Right. It's really a right. bummer, and I mean, I still think all of the developer diary stuff that we did. I mean, not because I was the person who had to meticulously go through that and make the images work and post it, but I, I just that was so fascinating to read. And it's just a bummer that the game sucks. Yeah. So let's yeah. move on to downloads. Okay. After that, after that yeah. download, let's start off with what <laughs> might very well be one of my favorite WiiWare games ever, Fluidity, which came out a week and a half ago. It's 1200 points. It's from Nintendo. It's developed by Curve Studios, who uh the only other game that I know that they they are working on Explodemon, which I think was supposed to be a WiiWare PSN game but is now a PSN exclusive, which seems to be like a environmental puzzle-based Mega Man or something. I don't know, it's weird. But Fluidity is all about water. Um and I've been playing this for review. I should be writing that very soon, maybe even right after the show, depending on how awake I am. Um you control water by t- like tilting the Wii remote. I know, Grant, in an email, you said something about how it kind of compared to Rolando. I yeah. see that, except for I, I think, think that it's, this, I think
1: it's better than Rolando. Yeah, it's
3: way better than Rolando. and But it I seems mean, similar. Thought, yeah, it, it's similar in concept, Is though, and that you're tilting left and right to move this water around. But the water moves, you know, I mean, it, it's water. It's not all together yeah. And that presents yeah. a challenge and only in in the very early parts of it is it frustrating and then you very quickly get the gatherability where you can then get all the water to come near each other at once. Right.
0: And How just will the will the gatherability work if um some water is like stuck behind way? an object? No, uh, not yeah, exactly. I mean it'll bring it closer, but mm-hmm. you might not be able to get mm-hmm. it reattached. But usually See it... that was the most frustrating part of games like Rolando for me, because you get something stuck behind like a corner or something stupid, and then you have to go rolling, tilting but, back. But do remember, you know, in like this that, game,
3: it's not like you need to get to the end of the stage with every drop of water with you.
0: I know, but that's just the kind of OCD person I am. Well... And I, I guess it's not the game's fault. You but, have bigger you know, problems like, than losing water <laughs> yes. droplets and fluidity. If there's, like, something I leave behind, and I know I could get it, and I know it would give me more points, a lot of times... Yeah, but you're not will... going to get points. Oh,
3: Really? Well, because the way this game works is that uh, there's four different chapters. You may have just sold me
0: on this game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I
3: guess guess, uh, thank you for uh, illuminating that I need to describe how it works. Um, So you have four different chapters. Like, the whole conceit of the game is that it's like this, like, aqua, like, the aquaticus, which is like this water encyclopedia or something. And there's four different chapters that have, like, different comic panels, and in each chapter you know you start off in the same area and you basically explore these comic panels which there's probably there's three pages in each chapter with probably um like you know like five or six panels in each one of varying size they're they're all bigger than one screen um so like and you can easily you can like just hit the a button and look around in the room if you want to um, but you're going to find these rainbow drops, which are basically like stars in you know, super Mario 64, except for right. in this, it's not like you're going in there with the intent of getting one specifically. It's like you wander around, um, on the map, you can see in what, what, uh, what panels you still have rainbow drops to get, which is really nice because then you're kind of like, Hmm, I don't know exactly how to get one there, but I know I have to get one there. How do I do it? Um, But you, you get the rainbow drops in a variety of different ways. Like you'll have to like, uh, use the water to like hit switches or like collect goldfish and put them in a, put them in a ball or collect cogs and make, uh, gears work, collect different color droplets that are hidden throughout it in creative ways, um, manipulate the water in, in interesting ways by using your different abilities of which there are 10 and, uh, you also can change forms later in the game. The first one you get is you can turn into an ice cube, which presents a whole other thing. And then there's, there's also, like, platforming. And you have platforming with, you know, water, or you have platforming with the ice cube, which is at first really, really frustrating. And then you get mm-hmm. an ability where the ice cube, like, you know, will stick to walls for a little bit. And that's that's a lot of what this game does, is that you'll get, you know, you'll start off with the water and it'll be a little frustrating. And they give you an ability shortly after that, that makes it not frustrating just like the ice cube and then you have to you know do some platforming with it and that's a pain in the ass and then you get an ability that makes it a little easier and the last form that you have is a, a cloud which is you know like water vapor and with the cloud you can basically just float around which at that point in the game it completely opens everything up which is really really cool because where before you know you were kinda limited because you're an ice cube or water this time you can kinda just you know just fly throughout every part of the level i mean you might not be able to do everything because you know you're just a cloud but even with that then you have the ability to uh you, you eventually do, uh, yeah at first with the cloud you're powerless and then you slowly you get or eventually you get an ability to shoot lightning bolts which is then very very you know after dodging the enemies in the game which are like you know black black goop i think they're actually all the enemies are called goop um when you're the cloud, you need to avoid them like the plague or else you're going to die. And then you get this lightning bolt ability and you can just kick the shit out of them, which is so rewarding. And that's that's a lot of what this game does is just it it's rewarding. It's, you know, you'll be like, oh, that was clever. I just solved this puzzle. And there's fucking 80 rainbow drops in it. And, I mean, that make, that makes the, the $12 price, which to me seemed high. Like, it's totally worth it. Like, I've probably already put in easily five plus hours into it and I've got 40 raindrops.
0: So you, you measure a game's value by the amount of rainbow drops that are contained. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess okay. I'll do that.
1: Jeez, Resident Evil 4 sucks then. Yeah, there's I know. no There's guy. so <laughs> many
3: like if... every other game sucks except for Fluidity now. But I mean, like there, there's just a lot of cunning. It's basically like you've got 80 stars in and like like 80 stars in a Super Mario game and it's 12 bucks.
0: Are there any rainbow or are there any levels with double rainbow drops? <laughs> Sadly, no. That's for so if fluidity I, too. This is this is kind of random. But if I've seemed kind of distant for the past like thirty minutes, it's because my window faces the street, and for a long time now, my neighbor has been trying to chase a coyote out of their lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. I realized during the um the flip twisted world thing, my question was kind of random, but I was, it was very entertaining. Um, so. Minor explanation, I don't, guess.
1: Don't let it get in your house. It, no, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, like,
0: in my yard slash his yard, and <laughs> my dog my dog has a little cage, so when she goes outside, I don't have to worry about coyotes, but it, god, it, and it's been here, like, for a whole week, too. Like, I see it in the bushes all the time, and um, does it Does
1: it carry um, boxes that say Acme on the side?
0: No, I did see it being chased by a roadrunner, oh, okay. or chasing a roadrunner, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he tried to kill it? No, but...
3: Did he run I off a cliff are you
0: setting it? off dynamite? It it never works, ever. Um they just get all these that scratches and they're gone in the next scene. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I went out to get like an orange from my neighbor's <laughs> tree, which sorry neighbor, but they don't listen to this. Um the other night and yeah, I was in the bushes and scared the shit out of me. I think it's the same one. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry, Andy. You edit You're this. You're going to get I'm a so really sorry. pissed off
3: listener from your neighbor like i know what you from did you asshole yeah you know who listens
1: every episode
3: my oranges yeah <laughs> but yeah right. fluidity is a, a, a hell of a game um if i had any complaint it's that sometimes the motion controls are are difficult but i'm just like yeah that's hmm. kind of how motion controls are sometimes don't that's forget not to like a trend
1: don't forget to mention that it has a demo so you know yeah there's, there's a demo it's get free that thing. i'm yeah, it costs you zero right points to the, get. Yeah. Yes, um, I have the demo. It's really good. I'm pro- almost I certainly going I heard
0: the word. I heard the word Rolando, and I kind of uh, tuned out. But well, you know. it's just
1: a very, very basic uh, mechanic is similar. Yeah. I think. Oh, that, I, but I think the, the world. I think yeah. the level design for just from the little I played, the level design seems a lot better and it's just more interesting. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and I mean, I I I'm, hate I'm to like now.
3: I hate to just label like every game like this, but it's kind of Metroidvania esque. In how, like, the world, you know, you get new powers and it opens up different parts of it, and it's not necessarily, like, linear, like, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want, I mean, with the limits of what your powers can get you, but, and then mm-hmm. you go back to the levels with your powers, and you'll have that moment where, like, oh, I can interact with those in that way, oh shit, I can go back to the other two chapters and get all these, get all these rainbow drops.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Drops.
3: There's also puzzle pieces you can get too that unlock like little like playrooms. I only have one of them unlocked right now, where it's just like I have to go get fish around the level uh-huh. and put them into a fishbowl bowl. Um, it was kind of so. Fun. I
0: guess um, speaking of iPhone games or comparisons to them, the next were game is Liltline which is um, actually a game by uh, Gaijin Games, right? Yeah, yeah I don't think they developed it. On... It's actually it's
3: the first one they're publishing. Okay. Okay, yeah, cuz it and came I think out they, on
0: the it, iPhone it, earlier this year. Yeah. Um and, and uh, okay. I think what
3: Gaijin Games is I, I they may have like developed it for Wii, but they did not develop the game. They're publishing it more.
0: Okay. Well, the style is kind of re- reminiscent of a Gaijin game anyway. Oh, yeah, so definitely. I see, um I can see where they, you know, how why they picked it up and it was pretty well received when it first came out. I don't know how it translated to WiiWare, though.
3: Yeah, I mean, I haven't checked it out yet. It just came out this week. Um, there's a demo out for that too, which I plan on checking out Dang. Uh, as soon as I play Fluidity and then check out the Jet Rocket demo that I downloaded two weeks
0: ago. Um, now, do we know if these demos are limited time still or? What's um, going on with that? it
3: depends on what ranking they get. I know a, a bunch of developers have kind of hinted oh, at. Really? It. I know Gaijin Games is actually one of them. That if they get like a bronze, like. A, forget it's higher than some sort of rating because after you're done the demo you can rate it if it's higher than that then it'll stay up but if it's not it'll disappear in four weeks
0: that is such a weird
2: way to do stuff i know it wouldn't be that weird if they would just always have demos of the top four games or something like that
0: yeah sure why why do they have to turn into like freaking club nintendo yeah oh i didn't get my platinum ranking so goodbye demo now no one's gonna be able to try my game Yeah, and, you know, like, what if people are asses? People do that all the time, like, games on Amazon, you know, and downrank them because of, like, yeah. oh, they didn't patch in WSD controls or something, you know? Ugh. That's yeah. annoying. I'm but, sorry.
3: But Liltline is 500 points. It's a music game. Um, so, how exactly did it play on the iPhone, Nate? Did you play it, or did I don't you remember. You just, you know...
0: I I played... No, I, I did play it, and I... I think it was something like musicy, but I don't. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, at this point, I there are so many. I'm sorry, everyone.
3: We, we should have looked this game up.
0: No, I, I could go back and play it. I mean, I still have it. I, I don't know.
3: I know. I, I know. It's it, it's like a rhythm game, but yeah. I feel like we're sure so many. So let's games, just move on. Um, let's move on to Fireplacing.
0: I got the demo for this.
3: No, uh, there is so, no demo for this you
0: place a um, fire how, how um what
3: market? it is is that you have you spend
0: $5 you are an arsonist
3: or 500 you points know about and then fires. Uh, you can then put a fireplace uh like a fake fireplace on your TV and you can no. like have it on during dinner that's not what it's it's. Oh. it is
2: no, I heard wrong. about I've heard about this. I've heard it's awful. That cannot be true. Yeah, it's from is that true? it's from like
3: Comer yeah, Entertainment Grant. or something. They were talking uh, about
2: this on the Joystick Podcast last week, actually. Yeah. Apparently, it's not only is it, not only is it only that, it's a really, really bad version of that.
1: <laughs> How do you mess that up? How do you, you can, like, yeah. I believe you can get a it's better version. It's like the fire's like drawn on channel.
2: Yeah, it's like a hand draw. it's like a poorly hand drawn fire, not even like a digitized fire or like a fire. Man, you know fire. I
1: really hope they they release a flashlight app for weWare So oh, I got that would be fantastic. So I can carry my Do so you TV know what around. I would
0: actually I would buy one of these if it was like a Christmas fireplace or something and it was a video and it had like Wilfred Brimley in a rocking chair. And, like, every once okay. in a while, he would say something about diabetes.
1: Yes, I would buy that,
0: too. <laughs> I would buy that, actually, for $2 or something. That, that would probably be the limit.
1: That's sad.
2: Anyways. What's this DSiWare game? Uh, um, Little, Little bit Red Writing
0: Riding H- Hood's
3: Zombie BBQ. Zombie Barbecue. Yes, uh, okay. it's 800 points. It's actually a uh, re-release of a retail game that came out. It's like a... um yeah. Now, from watching videos, I've always been kind of interested in this because the concept seems ridiculous. And I was watching videos again; it looks kind of like—I mean, not like it's like *Sin and Punishment* esque, but it's like two D *Sin and Punishment* kind of, where you have a character mm. on the bottom screen and you move them from left and right, or like from left to right, and you're shooting enemies that are also coming down on the bottom screen, but they're on the top screen. That just so sounds like you shoot them up. Yeah, yeah, but it just—I guess okay. it's the fact that you're controlling a character and not like a ship. Why it reminded me of oh. any 2D sin, sin okay. punishment. I don't know can, can I, anything. Yeah.
1: Sorry, can I just say enough with the zombie games? I love zombies, yeah. but... I agree. But I don't I know what happened. I complained
0: happen. about that a lot, and then I got sucked way into Left 4 Dead 2. And I, well, you know, Left 4 I'm Dead 2
1: came out back, you know, I mean, I'm talking about... Oh, I just, just played fi- it recently. I I'm talking recently, about just but, in yeah. the last six months, like, Also, Valve like, can
3: do whatever the fuck they want. They're Valve. Sure, that's...
1: that. They have an yeah, guess. Out. I mean, if if they and, uh, you know, Resident Evil series kept going, I would be okay. But you, you, I don't know. And Plants vs. Zombies is good. I think Plants vs. Zombies kicked off a whole, like, um, mobile uh, zombie game revolution that's gotten out of hand. I don't
0: know. Oh, definitely. And also, PopCap games can can do whatever
1: the fuck they want, too. Sure. Zuma Blitz, man. You know what? It's going
0: to be the I don't, the only PopCap game I've ever enjoyed is um, Plants vs. Zombies.
3: I like, was okay. I, I like okay, I like I love of their Peggle. Games.
0: I love Zuma.
1: I'm a big fan of Bookworm, but uh, yeah, you know,
3: Bookworm great too. It's, I it's, have it's the PS cr- version of
1: that. I, I don't think there's any better games to just kill time without thinking at all than uh, yeah, those, than pop games. Except for, for Plants vs Zombies, is actually kind of difficult toward the end. But yeah,
0: yeah, I think that's why I liked Plants vs Zombies a it's little, little bit. More, you kind of difficult, yeah, little more heady, but definitely you know it's still it's still a pretty easy game. All right, sure. Um, so- we have three virtual, virtual console. console games. Yeah,
3: right? uh, there was a week where we had two. They were two virtual console arcade
0: games. Uh, we got. Wolf and guess how B- many of them are Neo Geo games?
3: Uh, actually, none, none, of, none them. of them. None. Yeah, we got we got two came out two Mondays ago. Wolf of the Battlefield Commando and Sun Sun, which are both Capcom arcade games. Uh, I played some of Sun Sun at New York Comic Con when all these uh, Capcom VC arcade games were announced. And it was kind of like a, a fun little game where you played as this monkey and you would jump from these different platforms that would go from left to mm. right, and enemies would be there. I mean, it's monkey an arcade game, definitely. Returns. I don't think I'd pay eight bucks for it, but it seemed fun. And Wolf of the Battlefield Commando is, you know, a shooter. Like, hmm.
2: I played the NES version of that. I don't remember the arcade. Yeah. By shooter, uh, think... do
1: you mean like a like a like a side scrolling shooter, or a? It's like it's it's like Ikari Warriors. You're yeah. With that.
3: It's actually no. very similar to Akari Warriors. I yeah, believe.
1: it's it's over, it's
2: overhead um, vertical scrolling. No, no, not not scrolling. It's um, sort of think of a, of a popular example besides the, these two games exactly. So am I. Um, a Smash TV kind of, but, but minus the dual stick and
1: outside. Okay, I think yeah. I know what you're talking about. All right.
3: Hmm. Um, and then Darius Twin uh, came out uh, from Taito on the Super Nintendo.
0: That is a schmup? I believe so. Okay. I don't know anything about it.
3: Yeah. Uh, if if you know anything about Darius Twin, if I'm even saying it right, it might be Darius Twin. Darius I think I'm saying it. Maybe. Darius Twin. That's right. If anyone K-N, has definitely. any fond memories of Darius Twin or any of the virtual console games that were released this week for that matter, please do write in because, I mean, sometimes we've played these games, but at this point when it's kind of like the cream of the crap on virtual console, we haven't. So, if you have Oof. any thoughts on them, write in. And now, speaking of that, let's get to our listener mail.
0: First and one from Controller Flex. I will read it, I guess. Yeah, go for Entitled, it. Titled, uh, Sup, Fellas. For suggestions on the not so quite new but added direction that you are all planning for the new year, most of us love the unintentional bullshit that happens between the planned events. That's what keeps us coming back. The obvious dick jokes from Zach and many more of your antics are appreciated. I'm not sure if this is left up to RFN if they want to touch on them, but covering the Iwata asks would be cool, and I would love to hear y'all make fun of the content on the Nintendo channel. The two topics can be covered in a section you called Nintendo BSI. <laughs> <laughs> not, not sure about that. <laughs> he uh, said it stands for bullshit information, but you knew that. Either way, love the programming you put on as well as your reviews and the stories behind them. From Neil. No. no, no, it's because it's from, that's from controller. Oh, Flex. is that for Neil to write? Okay. Neil to read.
2: Yeah, that wasn't that, that. I didn't quite do that right in on, 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 on the show notes. No, that that's was okay. That was from Controller Flex, who has yeah. written into uh, to our podcast here at, at NWR a few times. So that lines, wasn't but Neil's
0: yeah. uh, alt account. Um, <laughs> no. I did yes. say Controller Flex. Well, that, no, that's Sergeant that Foster. That was just my uh, mind not working. Yeah, Sergeant Foster.
3: He's our friend over. Uh, where is he? Is he in Japan? I think he is. Yeah, Okinawa. I think so. Yeah um as as far as the Iwata asks, I think that would be kind of fun to cover at some point i I believe we have in the past yeah. when it 's newsworthy, but there's so many so many of them that come out that usually it's it 's tough to keep up with all of them yeah and i mean Iwata's just laughing all the damn time
2: <laughs> yeah
0: but. I do think that making fun of nintendo con- uh channel content is uh that is some prime territory for yeah. I have fallen the off the horse with watching you...
3: Nintendo Week. Ever since I was on a Nintendo Week, I've shied away from it because I was so fucking embarrassed <laughs> by me being on Nintendo Week. Yeah, <laughs> because I was like, it was like the kind of thing where like they were interviewing me. I'm like the stupidest thing that I do. That's what's gonna go on the fucking video. And like they were like, yeah. do you want to sing a song about it? And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll sing a song. And I was just like, you idiot! Why did you do that? You know, no, sure I, I didn't know about this at all, Neil. Yeah, it's back when I was at the Photo Dojo tournament.
0: Holy uh, crap.
3: Yeah, I, really? I, and I I run into fucking Gary and Allison at like every New York event, and it's always. There was one time where Gary just like fucking bailed down the stairs at Nintendo World <laughs> Store. <laughs> like, I can. It was on you the new. Su- you didn't get that on video. No. Honestly, it was the new Super Mario Bros. Wii launch where it was, like, pouring rain, and they had this whole, like, outdoor thing planned in Rockefeller Center, so it was just a total disaster. But, like, I remember Mm -hmm. I was walking upstairs um, at Nintendo World Store, and this dude just walks past me and just fucking eats it. (laughs) Falls halfway, like, probably, like, five or six stairs, just falls right down. And, like, me and, like, I think the per, I think I was there with another person. It may have even been Jared, I'm not sure. But I just remember, like, like me and a couple people around us were just like, "Holy shit, are you okay, dude?" And then like we help him up and everything, and then like he's just like, "Yeah, I'm fine," and like just walks away. And then
0: like whoever, like someone well, that I'm here, like... does all his own stunts for Nintendo. Apparently, week, so...
3: and, and then like we just kind of look at each other born. and we're like, "I think, I think that's the dude from Nintendo Week." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Neil, you know you're never gonna get invited back to Nintendo Week now. Yeah, and probably. I hope not. You realize. So, you know they listen to these too. Burnt, so. Yeah, they do. They're, you're yeah, burning bridges likely. right now. That's
3: well, how you it. know what? You know what? Bill Trinan, Bill Trennan, bring it on. Photo dojo, me and you. Let's go. We never, we never fought at E3. Let's do it. I'm calling you out, Trennan. Okay. He's never gonna hear this. Yeah, but.
2: So, uh, Andy, you want to grab the next one? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> James, James, not not James Jones, but a different James entirely. I bet entirely. you. Uh, James writes in, "Hey, love the show. It's a Kisaki Project from the forums." So that's okay, James' alt James. account.
0: It's, it's <laughs> yeah. definitely not James because it starts with "Hey, love the show." <laughs> yeah, <no kidding. laughs> so maybe it's James' alter ego, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyways, but uh, just uh, in a, just an aside before we go,
3: to this I'm gonna have to hunt down a, a YouTube link to the week that I was on uh, the the episode of Nintendo Week I'm on, and maybe we'll put it up with the show uh, when the show goes up or something.
0: Dude, yeah, I'd love to hear your song. Yeah, and then like yeah. and then it's
3: like they, they cut me all weirdly where it's like they basically do a jump cut and it just makes me sound like a fucking retard. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> well it's not hard to do with you. Where it's you just know. like okay, it's just like how did you win? And it just cuts to me like like I said like a sentence before this and it just like cuts to me just saying like use fireballs <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh
2: god. Uh,
3: fucking Nintendo week.
2: Anyway, uh, James writes in, Hey, love the show. It's Kasaki Project from the forums. Uh, anyways, you guys love to bitch about the downloads, so I wanted to complain about them as well. Uh, what is up with the terrible Neo Geo selection on Virtual Console? The system has so many expensive rare games that can be sold on VC that aren't. I wish they would push the VC more, but hilariously enough, there are more Neo Geo games than N64 games. That's fairly comical if you think about the market presence of those systems. Also, PlayStation Store has an import section, and from what I've heard uh, from Victor Ireland, that this is actually selling pretty decently. Nintendo, if they had any common sense, would add tons more imports to that stuff to VC, but they won't.
3: Hmm. I'm sorry. I would say yeah.
2: that Nintendo has never really done much to show they're willing to be risky with virtual console with stuff yep. like import games, aside from like a couple of small occasions.
3: They did their import things: yeah. Sin and Punishment, and uh, the original Lost version levels. of
2: Lost Levels. And
3: like, yeah. there's been some other import games here or there, like I think there's that Milan Secret Castle sequel or something, and like there there's a few others like, well, isn't Chowanki an import title? I think it is, yeah, it might be, like i mean there's been there's been import titles here or there, but there's like so many that just miss the boat, but then again, yeah. then again, he brings up p s n and there's about like twenty like PlayStation One uh rpgs like i think Cross just came out over in japan and like north america ain't getting shit from that and it's like basically a who's who of like ps1 rpgs that are not coming out in north america but are out in japan and, and you I know think what? Europe, we, too.
0: we're not even getting the the non-import games that i want on psn yeah, yeah. I for you know, I, I want vagrant story what the hell yeah i that's, think no, that's something I. well no it's not even important. import games but just games in general like vagrant stories that's yeah, that's what I meant by yeah. mentioning Vagrant story. Like, we're not even getting all the things we want. And like so, even for virtual console, like where's Pilot Wing sixty four? Like, before you start worrying about all the import titles we could get, like, hey, let's get all the stuff that did come yeah. out that we saw. How, how about gone. some
2: Contra Hardcore action on, on I actually, sure.
3: I've never played Contra Hardcore before, but I got it off a of goose X because of uh what Nathan Fouts said about it on RFN it's still yeah. sitting there i haven't busted out my genesis yet i really want to play it though
2: also uh castlevania bloodlines is on virtual console isn't
0: i don't know i don't believe but, you it know, is. There, there are also a lot of final fantasy titles uh dragon quest title actually they'd have to import you know like dragon quest 3 and stuff yeah but i think putting yeah, up dragon still, quest yeah. 1 would be cool as shit they i mean from a historical standpoint have they done the... that have they, no, they've only put up Final Fantasy one, huh? Yeah, Final yeah, Fantasy yeah. one Dragon, and then Dragon Warrior two, one and slash two, and two. Four.
3: you know, and then Mystic Quest. I guess Square Enix is still releasing stuff on Virtual Console though, so
0: I—I I mean, Taito, slowly, uh, Darius Twin. That's—I mean, Taito's owned by Square Enix, so yeah. I yeah. mean, I know we're not going to see stuff like Chrono Trigger because of the remakes, but yeah, you know, I would have said that for Final Fantasy one and two. So you never know. It just seems yeah. like there's not too much motivation. I don't know if it's sales, but I can't imagine the investment's that big to yeah. you know get something on there, you know that's going to run on the system anyways, and then sit on a server somewhere.
3: Yeah, I do find I it know. ironic that the episode that we read this and he complains about Neo Geo games. There are three virtual are console not... games and no Neo Geo games. Well, he's not, he's games.
0: not complaining about the amount of Neo Geo games. He's complaining that we have so many and that he's not getting the ones he wants. Yeah, we have more Neo Geo um, games
3: than N sixty four games now.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not really familiar with the Neo Geo, so I don't know what big titles are missing. Like, I know they got a lot of arcades, like games, shit with
3: know, huge sprites, right?
2: <laughs> well, I'm not sure that there's a lot of like Neo Geo RPGs or anything, but I know there's at least a couple more really good King of Fighters games they could be putting out, um, and probably a couple yeah. more Metal Slugs they could be. I mean, they have they have these things. Some of these things are in collections. Why not put them on Virtual Console? I'd don't. i I'd rather get it digitally so it's on the system rather than swap yeah, discs right. to play it off a collection. I mean, that's why I I'm that's even, kinda, I, I've even been thinking
3: but... about uh, Super Mario All-Stars, which, uh, well, we are not doing new releases, but, hey, guys, it's out. It's 30 bucks, And, like, I don't yeah. want to get a fucking disc of Super Mario All-Stars. If they threw that up in Virtual Console, even if they charged right. a little bit of a premium for it, I'd probably get it in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know it is you know a great value. So if they wanted to charge more, I would really I'd understand it. Yeah, and plus they offer the games individually, but you know without the added stuff.
2: What if they Um, uh, without the saveability
0: and the spruced up graphics?
3: Exactly. Wouldn't it be
2: something else if they if they sold some DLC for uh, the original NES versions of those games to give you the better graphics? A two hundred point pack. Wouldn't that be something else? Man, you were a You'll dreamer. never, oh, you yeah. you never see have, that. But man, it'll never happen. Land. But yeah, hey, yeah. you know what? That's a good idea. Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've, I, I Keep kind dreaming, of, Gergen. I kind of want to get Mario All Stars, but I have no real reason to want it because I already have yeah. all of those games right. on virtual consoles. If, as much as I, I love if Nintendo, I was,
3: if I was like, I guess rich. Like stupid rich, I would totally get it, but I need to be a little fiscally responsible.
0: Well, yeah, you know, as much as I love Nintendo, the way they nickel and dime us off of our nostalgia is shameless. It really, yeah, really it is. is. But it that's is. a lot of companies too. I mean, yeah, that's that's great.
3: Look and at they the are Sly Collection.
0: Yeah, or
3: even yeah, God of it, War Collection. I don't, I mean, it's I don't
1: blame them at all. I mean, it, it, if. if, it, if Sorry, it's great.
0: The, the the problem yeah. is the necessity for those PS2 collections arose from Sony's own you know screwing yeah. of their yeah things like the Sly
2: Collection doesn't doesn't really bother me that much because there's a legitimate interest in having some of those games on the PS3 on one disc yeah yeah um, and I diff- I personally enjoy it than...
3: because I never really played the Sly Cooper games I only played the original God of War so getting I have God of War collection I intend to get Sly Collection one of these days
0: um, I, I like have those a lot I've been looking at Sly Collection as well I, I went to the store. With the full intent of getting it, um a while back, but I ended up getting the first Uncharted instead. But yeah, you know, it, I think those games have added value. The H yeah. D graphics and I guess three D for some crazies.
1: But Putting yeah. them all on one disc is added value as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Hey, That's I true. have a yeah. I have an off topic I have an off topic sort of question. Does anybody on have... Newscast? No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Harder. I'll I'll stop. No. Uh, do, do any of you have this? Is sort of you know on the same vein. Do you any of you have the Metal Slug collection? No. 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 I don't. I was kind of thinking about going for that, but I was just wondering if if you guys had it. So I no, don't know. I'll read up I don't on have
2: it. it. To me, the Metal Slug games are all kind of pretty the similar. same.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm fine with that if it's just like basically if I like the gameplay. Uh, then 10 versions of that is, is you know, cool by yeah. me. But sure. They're all yeah. pretty good. I mean, if you can find a, a good price country. for it,
3: I can't really see it being a bad deal. I don't remember yeah. hearing terrible things about the port. I remember he, wanting to get it went around when the Wii first came out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll probably look for it.
0: So, that probably wraps up what James had to ask. I, we don't so we want to see some of the metal slug games and
2: King of Fighters on it. But how about some more N sixty four games? I mean,
0: yeah, like I my main concern is like, hey, let's get the Nintendo stuff that we still haven't gotten on there. Yeah,
2: yeah. you know, definitely. definitely. Same about if the 3ds. Gaunt- how about some uh, Gauntlet oh, Legends my God. on N sixty four? I mean, you. Know, uh, that... Any any third parties on N sixty four would be nice, please. Any really, yeah, yeah. a single yeah. one of them would be fantastic. Gauntlet Didn't Legends, I play one? that.
0: Hey, uh, let's get like Mario Party two up in there. Yeah, well, oh, that's yeah. coming out
3: in Japan on Christmas Eve. Oh really?
2: It's not here. So
3: yeah, yeah. Or Europe and Christmas. I don't know. You know One what? of what? They places. put
2: out. They put out Castlevania '64 ad by that because I played oh, it yeah. on the cartridge. I, I remember that game. That was. I had a yeah. good time with it. It's widely hated, but I enjoyed it. I yeah. played again.
3: I was young, so that's probably why I enjoyed it. Because yeah. I was stupid, but.
2: Well, uh, let's go ahead and take a uh, a little break and we'll come back with our uh, part one of our feature discussion.
0: And we are back from our lengthy hiatus It probably sounded like just a few seconds to you but we're here to talk about our games of the year it's so been four
3: years so we're talking about the games of the year 2014 that was such games a long of the four
1: years oh i see what you were doing and we came back <laughs> to tell you in 2010
3: <laughs>
0: yeah i guess um speaking of time travel do you want to just start off with uh, Grant's number three game? Oh let's my go, goodness! Best our, segue let's, ever. Let's,
2: let's explain. the God, right Andy, here. but I,
0: I know I was going to explain, but there was a segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh,
0: I'm sorry,
2: I ruined your segue. You
0: I ruined all of bitch. the fun. Gergen, so, all is dead. go back to being dead. Okay, well, in an alternate present in which we've explained the. Uh... Never mind, Andy. Just go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm explaining it. Yes. yes All right. Are. All right. So here, here here's the deal. Um, we could do this a couple of different ways, and we thought about it. Well, like, we, you could do your favorite DS games or your favorite Wii games, um, but that's a pain in the ass because to be, perfectly, to be perfectly honest, most of us haven't played a ton of Wii and DS games, like enough to like make <laughs> two separate lists. Um, we figured we keep could. the number low, <laughs> we'd, and we and we combine combine the system pools into one, and basically say, okay. Any, any platform is good. We DS, D we S DSiWare. Give me your top three games. So we're going to read them off. Uh, three, two, one. Um, we're all going to give our, our three pick, our two pick, our one pick. And Except for me. Except for Neil, actually, because Neil's going to save his picks for Part 2, in which Zach will return, and we'll be joined by Carl Castaneda. Yeah, so, so we'll it, have we'll be, have three uh,
3: people going this week, and then in two weeks, for our last episode of this year, uh, we will have three more people talking about their three favorite games of the year, although you might be able to guess what some of mine are, because there's a little overlap here.
2: Yeah, Flips indeed. Twisted World. Yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> Flips Twisted World, Epic Mechie. And then uh, I will
2: say, uh, stay tuned for after the closing credits because we're going to do a little bit of a uh, post-game content. Yeah, for, we're uh, going to talk about some non-Nintendo favorites. Yeah, stars. our favorite, our real game. favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our favorite <laughs> actual games, not bullshit kitty games.
3: <laughs> well, so, mine's uh, still
2: a bullshit kitty game, but yeah. Let's uh, let's kick this off. Yeah. Okay, okay back now to... now yeah. we can use the segue. Now oh, time so
1: travel.
0: Back to the beginning of this segment. It's about time we that. kicked this off. Remember yeah, when we were right. talking yeah, about time
1: travel earlier. And well. you've
0: unwound another segue. <laughs> you unwound my future. <laughs> Professor Layton.
1: So if you didn't guess, my uh, three is uh, Professor Layton in the Unwound Future. Uh, I think that is the third Professor Layton game. Uh, yes. And it is, you know, I, I've only played the first Fucking one and, awesome. and the third one. And yes, it is very good. It is Professor Layton, but that is a very good thing because, um, I, I don't know, uh, if you've played Professor Layton before, you know what to expect. But basically it's a very, uh, very uh, well-animated, um, uh, cute cartoon adventure game in which you are uh, – in control of Professor Layton, who's this British guy, and Luke, who's this British kid, and you run around this British place and speak to British people. But, uh, in between all of the British things, you, um, solve puzzles. And, uh, the puzzles are basically the kind of things you, um, they're logic puzzles that are fairly, uh, you know, self contained little, uh, little things that, the kind of things you get in, um, you know,
0: it feels like you're practicing for the SAT or something. That's right. So, you know, you get them in puzzle,
1: you get them in puzzle books or, or things like that. But that that's the kind they're logic puzzles that uh, and uh, brain teasers and, and that sort of thing. But you know, I played that. I uh, played. Um, I'm sorry. I owned a whole bunch of um, puzzle books like that when I was a kid, and I ate that stuff up, and I loved it. And same here. So, oh yeah. So this. Same. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what you know. That's that was almost like. One of my favorite things to do when I wasn't in school, which is kind of weird because it's sort of like being in school. I right?
0: know, and actually, I I don't know if you guys have this too, but I had an adult friend that would you know dress up in you know like a coat and a top hat and have me call him yeah. professor.
1: Yeah, and, and then you <laughs> ran around. Really <laughs> eerie. Yeah, I um I don't know if you want to you know get into that now. That sounds deep. But just watch the yeah, that's yeah yeah okay. It's on the next episode. <laughs> to um, catch a predator. Yeah, well, so the puzzles are really good. They're they're really just uh brain teasery type stuff and you uh you know, but the the container that all those puzzles are wrapped in is really nice. Um it's got kind of a you know, t- for for these Professor Layton games, the stories are are generally uh really really wacky and they they have kind of a crazy twist. Yeah, and... but it's so damn Well, and you could you could
0: almost see the charm oozing out of the DS. Like the whole, yeah, the whole yeah. thing is
1: They're very well written, they're very like, well presented. Yeah. And Yeah, um, like the
0: plot's absurd,
3: but it works so well. Yeah,
1: and you know, it's yeah. it, you just go along for the ride. And the, the plot twist in this one was just like crazy ridiculous, but it was really fun. So, um, Grant, how
0: is it how is it different from I know James has already discussed Yeah, on One Future on RFN. But, you know, like, how did you find it different or maybe more appealing than the other two Layton games? You know,
1: well, I've only played the first one besides this. Okay. Uh, but I, um, you know, it seems like uh the puzzles... Uh, James already mentioned it, so I'm going to basically repeat what he said. But it seems like the puzzles are less... um Bullshit? Kind, they're kind of... They're, yeah, they're kind of less, like, mind, mind games. Uh, that's not the right word. They're kind of less... Um, Cheap. Uh, cheap, They're less about tricking
0: you and they're more about actually solving a puzzle. Right, the
1: ones that are more, yeah, exactly. And James gave a good example of it the last time he uh, talked about it, where um, basically, you know, the correct answer is actually one of the ones that is not. Uh, presented to you as, as a choice, and so you yeah. kind of—it's you know, yeah, it, like an game, entire
0: yeah. test where all the answers are none of the above.
1: Yeah, sure. And you're but, just you know that, And that happens in this game, but it's not uh, very often. So yeah. you know, and the, and the one or two times it did happen, I got it actually pretty quick, so it wasn't a big deal. Uh, and actually, I should say that one of my favorite things about this that's different is—I don't know if you remember—the um, uh, little mini games that you kinda of collect along the way oh, they're that, so that, awesome that are optional. One. Yeah, the the ones in this game are really good. There's one where you um, get these tracks and you have to set up these op these arrows and, and things on the track and run a toy car through it and get to the exit yep. and they're really hard and they're really good. Uh, and there's another one where you have a parrot and you have to bounce him off these platforms uh, to the end of a level and you have Which to place are
3: really some of the later ones are really devilish.
1: I know, I, I'm really, I'm stuck on a bunch of them, actually. Diabolical, yeah. almost. Diabolical, and, and they're in a box, sort of.
0: Um, <laughs> I really didn't like the hamster minigame from Diabolical Box.
3: I thought, uh, like, I, I thought the voice for the hamster was just so ridiculous that it made me laugh.
0: <laughs> I usually play Professor Layton with the podcast, so I, I'm i not sure about that, but... I was
3: yeah, doing I the review like, for mm, it, so yeah. I, I made sure I listened to the sound, and that was yeah. just like, oh, what are yeah. you
0: saying, hamster?
1: <laughs> oh, and Neil, are there any other mini games that I'm forgetting? Because it seems like there might be one other one. There's a
3: third one, but I forget what it is. It's been a while since I played the game. But, uh, but they're good. I they're mean, very good. I think they're yeah, better than I the mean, ones in the first game. I what say. I gotta say about the Professor Layton games is that I know some people bag on them for, especially like because this is a these three games are are a trilogy, and about how like they're not really that different. But to me, each game like from one to two to two to three, like the. The improvement isn't so much that, like, the game's drastically changed. It's the same style of game, but it's just bigger, better, and better. Like, yeah. I made the comment in my review of the second game where it felt like a really well-done movie sequel. And the third one sure. does the same no, thing, no, where it's like, it. like you know, it's familiar characters. They're put in a new environment. They're kind of like redu- – I mean, it's, it's like really, really well-done movie sequels. Sure. Where of course, you know, it's not gonna be a completely different game, but it's just everything is so much more refined this time and sure. everything's presented so much so much better. Like the integration yeah. between the puzzles and the story in the third game is light years beyond what it was in the first game. Yeah. And even the story in general is way better than the first game story. And like just to give you a hint of the ridiculous shit that happens in this game, this is a little spoiler ish, so just skip ahead like twenty seconds if you're if you're worried. Um You 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 turn a slot machine. You have a shootout at a casino. There is a flying fortress over London at the end of the game. And and yeah, I think like like it's fucking ridiculous. And like Professor Layton like flies a car onto this fortress. It's amazing. Well, you didn't mention (laughs) the best
1: the 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 awesome thing about the casino part is that he takes (laughs) these guys are shooting at him and a a, a slot machine breaks and, and. he takes the parts of the slot machine, and and he turns them into a machine gun. It's so awesome. And, and the awesome. process and the process of doing that are is you, actually wait, are one you of kidding? The, no, this I'm not happens kidding.
3: in the game. It's oh amazing. My God. <laughs>
1: and, and the process of turning it into a machine gun is actually one of the puzzles. And then yeah. it shoots quarters at the at the bad guys. It's very funny. and they
3: all just they all just run away. And like you <laughs> motherfuckers have bullets. Why yeah, don't you just shoot them?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like
3: it's oh, crazy. he's
0: hitting me with coins. A quarter moving quickly enough can kill.
3: Yeah,
1: that's true. Um, and, I don't... I, the story... I, like you said, the story, you know, it was, while it is ridiculous, it is very cool. And, actually, I did not see that twist coming, at like, at all at the end of yeah. it. Like, it really got me. Yeah, like, so there, so there's so a gigantic
3: twist at the end that is, in all honesty, it, like, it's, it's a
0: tearjerker. Like,
3: yeah. it's just... Oh, it, the, very, and like,
1: very, the very very end is really good. Yeah. Holy the, the,
0: shit! Like yeah. it both flipped and twisted your world. It oh, did. See, like
2: I, it really I did. I kind of stopped playing the second game pretty quick into it. Like I had the second game. I don't think I put more than an hour into it. But now you're making me kind of want to play through it so I can get to the third one. I
3: Dude, in all honesty, not game. saying that the second one is bad, but if I'm well, you own the second game, so I just say play through it. But if you're in a position where it's like you played the first one you enjoyed it and you want to play the second one or the third one i mean not that you necessarily want to go backwards later but if you have, if you wanted to just pick one of them go with the third one because i think it's the it's the best in the series so far yeah. and especially the story in the third one like you go into professor lane's history you find out why he has the hat oh yeah and it's just like really like just the emotional payoff at the end of that all game all the his... burning questions yes yeah, as, as, I, stu- as stupid as the story gets at times the emotional payoff at the end of that game is is really incredible.
0: Neil's it because he has a third eye.
3: Yeah, actually, he's he's weird,
0: and he's got yeah. horns sticking out of his head. I don't
2: know. It's all it's all, it's all nanobots.
0: Yep. Anything else to say about um, Professor Layton Grant?
1: Quickly, just wanted to mention that the other uh, thing that that you know. Half of the charm of the game is the um, animation style. I think this has some of the best animation of yeah. any g- game I've ever played. Just, this, just the kind of British animation style. Um, kind of like
3: Triplets of Bellevue. Like exact, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
1: That. What, yeah, whatever that's called. That. That kind of European animation is something you don't see in games. It's drowned out by, you know, anime and everything, which I'm not so into. Yeah. So it's really nice to see that. So I really like that.
2: All
1: awesome.
3: right. Let's move on nice. to uh andy's number three game which is
2: number three game for me is Picross 3d which uh came out i don't remember when it was what early summer early summer i'm thinking yeah um of course this is the the 3d block breaking shape building time suck that uh you put into your ds and then it's 12 hours later um (laughs) Oh my god! It's
1: yeah, so I love good. this game. I love this it's, one too. It,
3: it is—it's incredible.
2: Yeah, it is quite simply just one of the most absorbing uh, puzzle games I've ever played. Like you, you, like I said, you put the thing in your DS and you just can't put it down. Uh, I think that was actually the abstract for the review that I wrote, uh, which was you're never going to put your DS down again.
0: Now, um, Andy, I only played the demo. Do you think that the demo did it justice? I don't know if you played the demo. I or don't anyone remember else here if has. I played. It.
2: I would assume the demo was probably
0: just a tutorial, right? I, I I haven't played the full game, so it was a tutorial.
2: I don't know if it was
3: yeah. the game's tutorial. The tutorial in the game is really long, but necessary.
2: Yeah, I would say okay. that you have to play through a good. I mean, especially if you're entirely new to Cross, because the 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 two D version of the game that came out a few years earlier, uh, the the logic is largely the same. Um, yeah,
0: but I'm just wondering if it gets more complex. Like, will I actually get to sit and think, or is it like? Go, oh yes. Go, go yeah, you will. you will.
2: You'll will you'll absolutely come across puzzles especially towards the middle of the medium section. And that's, that's one of the problems with the game is the, the the game makes you do a good like 50 puzzles that are fairly brainless before you get to the ones that'll make you think. Yeah. Uh, hmm. so the game basically makes you I don't know, I guess muscle memory is is the way to put it. The game make, makes you commit some a lot of it to muscle memory before it really starts serving you some some um puzzles that'll that'll stump you for a while. And yeah. of course, the the hard part isn't necessarily solving a puzzle. The hard part is getting a 3 star on a puzzle. Because you get one star for finishing it, and you get mm-hmm. one star for finishing it within a specific time period, and you get a third star for finishing it with no mistakes. So, to finish the puzzle quickly without making a single mistake is a whole other ballpark entirely. Well, that sounds to,
0: like you're just memorizing a puzzle. and You're not solving a puzzle, right?
2: Oh no, there's no memor. I and mean, once you get to these puzzles that are like, that are like, you know, eight by eight blocks by six blocks by ten blocks, you're talking right. you're talking yeah. hundreds upon hundreds of blocks. You you can memorize the first few steps, but you're not going to memorize That's the, the thing. entire thing. What's the
0: ceiling no. on the yeah. steps? Is it like 150 and steps it's or something? Ten by
2: ten by ten. So. 1,000, um, I guess so that blocks. 1,000 steps, wow, yeah, well, a thousand blocks, so yeah, I guess, however many blocks need to be knocked out, uh, okay no, that's yeah, still th- that's
0: still pretty big, yeah
2: it's if you think about if you think about two deep across, this is basically a whole bunch of two deep two deep across puzzles wrapped up in every single one of them, like you know, if you have four. If you have like a, like a four by four by four, that's actually four two D Picross puzzles. But mm-hmm. of course, it's a little easier than that because there there are extra clues that that come with that too. Yeah, clues clues on, on on the depth. But I would say like I think I I I never made it out of the I know a lot of people solve the entire thing.
1: I don't grant you. Solve I think them. I solved right. all yeah. of it, or maybe I missed one and or two. My wife actually tired. solved wow. every puzzle. Yeah, on Lauren that and
3: game. I fought over Picross three D for a very long time, in which like. <laughs> Like, it was around finals, too, so it would be basically, like, one person's like, I'm going to go work on this paper, and the other person would be like, good, and grab the DS, and, like, make sure, like, that, like, there was, like, one time where, like, I had it, because we both have, we both have DSs, and... I had the game in my system and, like, went back to my dorm and then realized that she took the game out of the system. And I was just oh, like, what ooh. the hell? What's That's wrong harsh. with you? Because, like, we just got to the point where we were so hopelessly addicted to it. And both of us completed all of it. And to this day, she will still open it up and, like, try to get better times or try to get all three stars on puzzles. We, she even downloaded, like, I think all of the DL, all of the DLC as of, like, a month or two ago. And I think they're still adding some more new stuff still.
1: Oh, I need to open that back up and get some of that stuff. That's yeah,
3: they have, have they have a really cool Nintendo one that has stuff like Rob and Virtual Boy that you can yeah. make in pick cross forms.
1: See, I think when it, when you
2: get to the point in the game where I'm at, which is like I said, somewhere towards the middle or the end of the um of the, of the medium. medium puzzles, you get to a point where there really is only one correct way to progress. Like halfway through a puzzle you get stuck and there's really only yeah. one way through and the and that one way through is is far from obvious yeah it all yep. boils down to looking at some of the less obvious clues um that are there like i've i've, I've come across puzzles where i sit there and i'm looking i'm looking at it and i'm looking at it and i'm like there's no there's nothing here that i can do and i'll, I'll come back to it a, a day later and it'll just it'll just hit me right so uh the game definitely does make make you think, but like I said before, it makes you think. It makes you do a whole bunch of puzzles in a row that are fairly simple, and I'm, that's one of the probably one of the only really bad things I can think of about the game is it just has a really protracted tutorial. I have
1: one minor complaint, uh, very minor, that um, when you get to the really large puzzles, like the ten by ten by tens, you know, and and then you see a whole bunch of rows marked zero, meaning you have to knock out every block in the row. Oh yeah, and you have to hold your stylus down to knock them all out, and it does them all in a row, but it takes a long time, kind of a long time, it takes a second, and when you have to do, like, 20 of those in a row, you know, it's like, can you just do this for me, please, you know, but... See, uh, for me, it's so rewarding
3: to just break a block in that game, and just, like, there's so much positive reinforcement in almost everything you do in that game, and I, I love the satisfaction of completing the puzzle and seeing the little character animate, like... Yeah. Just really, everything about this game, from top to bottom, is is amazing for me. Now
2: that I now that I think about it, that that's a game where the DS would really kind of benefit from like some kind of like a, a rumble feedback. Some sort
0: of like nicotine expansion pack.
2: I mean, like on a. <laughs> it like, just
3: injects heroin into you while you play.
2: Like a like a haptic feedback, you know, like the sort of real brief and short. When uh, you break a brick. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a fantastic addition yeah. to
3: that game. that'd be actually. fun.
2: Yeah. Um that's all I got to say about it Pick across,
3: uh, 3DS. across
2: 3d across 3ds would be uh, that would be really crazy fantastic. cool yeah
3: I would what's probably that? just shit my pants out of joy like just so happy if that happened
2: let's, they need uh, let's well go you ahead know and... they need to move on to 4d <laughs> puzzles four-dimensional puzzles <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. let's um, go ahead and move on to uh to Nathan what's your number three
0: mine I had not planned up until like a couple of days ago I wouldn't have guessed that I would be doing this um I picked Cave Story DSi, uh, DSiWare, and, you know, like, up in, like, even last episode of Newscast, I was talking about how I would not buy this game just because of Nintendo's stupid uh, pricing, or, you know, points purchasing system, and I'm so glad I did. Like, it, it's essentially the same as the PC version of the game, and I know we've talked about Cave Story on Newscast before, um, and, you know, the base game itself is, is such a great puzzle, not puzzle, uh, you know, adventure, platformer. And um, when you translate it to the DSi, the graphics work well, or, you know, they they look the same as a PC, and the controls are so tight, and it feels great in a portable format. So I'm just finding that, you know, the content hasn't changed. But in this portable format, I'm really loving having Cave Story with me. It, it It's a great game. I don't know if there's anything else we wanted to say about, you know, like describe it or...
2: Now, Nathan, I have the WiiWare version of Cave Story. However, right. my Wii is in the shop for three weeks. I ma- mailed it off a couple of days ago, and I'm starting to get the itch to play this game. Can you really recommend that I pull open my DS and spend more money on the uh, the DSiWare version of this game?
3: Mm, same here. <laughs>
0: I'm cheap. I'm cheap. I, I'm not the good person to ask. And well, I eventually broke down. So you did it though, right? I mean, I I did it. I broke down and I got it. I, and I'm. I'm happy with it. You know, part of the thing was with the PC version, it was a hassle for me to, um, hook up my controller that I don't normally carry around with
2: me, uh, to my laptop. And like, yeah. I have Shantae and I haven't even finished that. I haven't even started Shantae. Then play and I have, that. I have Dragon Quest nine and I have, I'm still playing that, although less frequently now. And, the last five minutes of the show makes me want to play for Cross again. Like I really want to play Cave Story, but God, I know I'm gonna buy it and not play. It. I just know. Dude, I'm going to do don't that. don't
3: get the Lindemans. Um, yeah,
0: just I, go, just I Play what you some... got first. I am hemorrhaging Lindys right now, and
1: it's dude. <laughs> I've got
0: the Lindys real bad.
1: I do too, and I because yeah. I bought a bunch of Steam sale stuff recently that I uh, can't. Oh, I yeah, even that, can't even play that. Some of that, that stuff won't even run on my computer. I'm waiting on a new computer before I can do it. I
0: did I did the same thing, Grant, and my graphics card died.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not Yeah. My good. computer definitely um, won't run Left 4 Dead 2, but I bought it because yeah, it was on sale. Grant and I both yeah.
2: bought Left 4 Dead 2 when it came out on the Ooh, with we'll the idea it. that with the idea that we will play it together once Grant gets a new computer. But it's, you have oh, it? Yeah, you, but you I'll, have it I'll too, be there
0: huh? too because I I bought it during the $5 sale. Oh and, my god, uh, we have to do that. We have to, yes, have to hook that up. Damn it. Why?
2: You rock
3: that. Why do I just have a netbook? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we can oh, play. Oh yeah. Um anyway, so I would I would I get it. I, I got it and I love it. I I don't the thing is I don't want to say get it and you're not gonna play it because you know how am I going to how do I compete with your own laziness? You know, like what It's a force to <laughs> reckon with to tell you what. <laughs> it, if you start playing it, I can't stop playing it personally. I put
2: a I put a few hours into the WiiWare version. I didn't get that I, far though.
0: I eventually put Shantae down. I can't imagine I'm not gonna finish
2: this. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I really should play Shantae yeah. first, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, I gave up, and and that's horrible of yeah. me, and I shouldn't have. But we're both at know. the same part, aren't we? Right before the third dungeon. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. I got to the third um,
3: dungeon and died before I could save, and just got really pissed off and put it down. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so, it's still the same game, you know, but it's portable now, and I, I find that I. Enjoy it yeah. more in that format, but Grant. And,
3: and, yeah, Grant, your number two game is Cave Story for WeWare.
1: That's right. So we can keep talking about this game.
3: Um, yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: I. You know, I. You know, I. I was actually on the um, previous episode where we talked about this in depth. Um, so yeah. more of the same, but uh, you know, uh, I. I really, really like the um, just the the controls and the uh, the feel of the weapons and the you know the the jumping, you know the um the platforming, and and you know it all kind of comes together. It, it feels good. They, I, I, yeah, you know, you get the feeling the developers spent a lot of time um balancing all those you know details out, like in terms of how you know how much the fireballs bounce when you shoot them. And you mean right. and, uh, the
0: developer? The <laughs> developer,
1: yeah, one one it man is. show on that. I you know, forgot that, would that. you say
0: that it feels more like a full retail game than uh, yeah Shantae does? I would definitely.
3: Yeah. say Yeah.
1: Then Shantae, I haven't played that, so I. I feel tell. like oh, okay.
3: Shantae. Shantae really does feel like a downloadable game. Like I think it's a great game, yeah. through and through, but it feels like, you know, it 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 feels like a side story. It, it feels It's like very it's just...
0: clearly Shantae is very clearly segmented, and they're pretty brief chunks, and it, and it seems like there's a lot of repeated content in it, whereas yeah. Cave Story is very fluid and it has a a pretty big you know expansive narrative and it I don't want to say it feels more like a real game because obviously Shantae was a real game and it was Shantae a real good game at that game. yeah, yeah it, it was great but I feel Cave Story feels more like a full experience yeah I agree
1: yeah yeah I right. I, I, um, you know we, we don't have to talk that much more about it because we did a whole show on it but uh, you know I still yeah. after, after the other games I've played this year it's still uh, you know s- s- close to the top of my list it's you know, I, I'm probably going to play through it again. I, I went I went through and I beat it, um, but I don't – I got, like – I think there's a couple different endings. I think I got, like, the medium one maybe. Um, yeah. I actually – I got the crappy one and then I went back and I said that's not good enough and I figured out how to get a better one. But uh, I think there's a even better one I still haven't found. There's actually a couple of rooms in the game, like, toward the end that – I've gone into, and I have no idea what they're there for, and I think there's <laughs> something going on in those rooms. So there's still more for me to find.
3: It's a crazy. Like, there's so many branching paths in that game. Oh, yeah.
1: and I guess
0: for those of you that got the WiiWare version and are thinking about the DSi-1, the DSi-1 has the original music in it, which I actually like a bit more.
3: Well, the original music is in the WiiWare version, too. You
0: have oh, to it
1: turn it, it on. It? You can you, switch You it can even on. switch
3: the original graphics, too. That's oh, really? right.
0: Okay, never mind then. Um,
1: yeah. One thing I will say about the, the game that is kind of a drag um, is that the map sucks. I don't know. Yeah, they, it does. It really it does. does. So
2: any, Is it any better in the DSiWare version, Nathan?
0: Um, I don't remember the map from the other one. It is, it's, it's just like very a tiny. Blob.
1: It's very, very it's tiny. tiny. You can't zoom in on it. You know, it doesn't connect to the entire world. The entire world doesn't. I don't no, think has a connected map. I don't
0: think map. there is a world map. Is no, it? it's it's just uh, a map no. for
1: each air, each individual area you It's you're a in. region.
0: It's a region map, and which it's is nice pretty useless. The DSI. It's, the DSI, it's on the bottom screen when you pull it up.
1: Um, huh.
0: And it, it's serviceable. I, I don't know. A world I map even... would have
1: would have been a huge help, but you know, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's not a huge huge deal. So
3: <laughs> let's move on to Andy's yeah, pick. number two. Which uh <laughs> it's something that you uh reviewed recently.
2: Fairly recently. In fact, I think I talked about it on the last show. You're know, <laughs> we're, we're looking we're looking at some Donkey Kong Country Returns action here, which uh I I have to admit, like, I am kind of shocked at at the reaction this game seems to be getting amongst mm. uh folks on the forums and even people on, you know, like this podcast. Uh I was just I couldn't wait for everyone to play this game, because I figured it would be loved by all. But really, it seems like it's a pretty polarizing game. In
3: in in defense of my stance on the game right now, is I played, like, because uh, at Nintendo World Store, they've like demos of pretty much every recently released Nintendo game. And I figured, I'll play some Donkey Kong Country Returns. And I played some of the first world, and just got really frustrated by the motion controls. And mm. that's kind of my excuse as to... Why I'm not getting it right now, which but is more because your,
2: but it killed your interest in the game. Like
3: it, it really did. But it's also like I would totally love to play that game, but I don't really have the money for it or the time. Yeah, yeah. so that's kind, kind of my excuse. Know. It's kind of my excuse to get myself to not be interested in the game. But it also yeah. did really annoy me, and I can see playing that game getting really frustrating unless I can keep you know the minor OCD that I have in check. Yeah. Because if I go for all the collectibles yeah. on the first playthrough, I'm gonna be one unhappy camper because I don't no, wanna don't, have to get no, on my knees no. and blow every five feet. I uh,
2: <laughs> I didn't go for any, any of the collectibles <laughs> until I had beaten the entire thing. Uh, after I beat all eight all eight worlds, I went back and got all of the letters and puzzle pieces from the first world.
3: So uh, you you definitely advise doing that instead.
2: That's how I prefer to play because I I can't. I I'm not a a perfectionist. I'm not going to sit there and replay the same area over and over again. Yeah. And it's kind of like a Boy in His Blob. You know, in a Boy in His Blob, I was pretty good about getting all three treasure chests on each stage as I went through the game. Mm-hmm. There came there came a point somewhere towards like the end of the third world I, in that game. Yeah, that was after, a right the
3: same for me too.
2: Where I was just really happy to make it through and wasn't about to go back and play it again. Yeah. Um, Same here.
1: Same here. Yeah,
2: and that's kind of the way I felt with Donkey Donkey Kong Country. Except for I never really even tried. Like, if I got them all, great. If I could, if, if I knew I could get them again by by uh, you know throwing away a life and and getting getting it, I would go do that. Like occasionally they had that, they have those mini games where you can only go in them once per life, and if I screwed it up, I'm, I'm I may toss a life away to replay that. But um, you know. I just, I just really like this game. I feel like the, uh, the level design is just brilliant. It just, it, it feels very fluid, like more than any other yeah. platformer I can think of in recent memory. It feels fluid, and one of the ways it accomplishes that is by making Donkey Kong feel like an ape, which is just kind of a new thing for, for that series. The, the climbing segments in particular really accomplish that, and I, I loved it. Mm. And uh, I haven't really played it too much since I finished the review, mainly because my Wii started messing up on me. And I wanted to move on to another review game, which now is going to be even later because, once again, don't have a Wii right now. Um, hmm. But I'm looking forward to playing it again once I get my system back. And uh, I, I do want to get eventually get into that Golden Temple, which uh, unlocks after you collect all the uh, all the letters. But really yeah. love it. And I, I know, Grant, you said you're going to play it after Christmas.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, I'm probably going to get that and Kirby for Christmas, so I have not touched those yet. But I um, yeah,
3: so am very – I, I, yeah, I, I hope I get a I'm, gift card or something. Yeah. I generally don't get video games it. from family members, but maybe I'll get a gift card or something along those lines. 'cause I'll be really It would curious. be a game that I want to get.
2: Sure. I'll be really curious to hear what, what, what uh both of you guys, all three of you guys, um think about the game once you once you play through it a little bit. I was I was really shocked and kinda of disappointed that Johnny didn't like it very much. You know, uh, I'm then, gonna almost that's, guarantee... that's part of the...
1: Yeah, sorry, go ahead. The...
3: That's part of the reason why I'm also more down on it, is to hear Johnny so down on it, or at least so yeah. confused yeah. about it, because it seems like he's like, I like it, but... Uh, I like it, but... And just hearing that kind of indecision from someone that... Usually my my gaming tastes line up pretty decently with Johnny's. But then
1: Greg loved it, so that's a good, stuff. Yeah. That's, that's a good sign, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. almost guarantee that I will like it, because I almost always like games a lot more than most people, uh, with some exceptions, but uh, especially with, like... The core Nintendo games, I almost always loved yeah. them. even even like Metroid other I liked a lot and uh oh I it's very mixed you know uh it, it certainly had big problems, but they were um you know i that game almost made my top three because uh I liked it a lot, but it just had too many uh you know niggling yeah. issues I mean that's the
3: thing is like I know whenever I play Donkey Kong Country Returns, I will enjoy it its just to the to the degree of how much I will enjoy it. And yeah, that's, sure. that's what I'm unsure about. Like, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that I will play that game and enjoy it a lot. It just... Will How it be much? amazing or will it just be good? Sure.
2: There was at least a few times in DKCR where it, it really felt like... It really felt like Retro was trying to show that they, you know, they had something to prove. Like, everyone thinks that they're going to put together... You know, they're going to phone it in because they used to do all these awesome sci-fi first-person adventures and now they're just doing platformers. But, like... There was a couple of a couple of parts in that game where it really just felt like Retro Studios was like, look, we're we're awesome at this. Just just look how awesome we are at this. <laughs> like I I am I'm, I'm really really impressed with the way they adapted their skill set to this genre. And I I honestly I'm almost more impressed by this game because of what it is than I am with the Metroid Prime series because by the third Metroid Prime game they had really kind of nailed the formula and were just kind of they were kind of just you know. They're just doing it again. I mean, the, the third Metroid Prime game was a lot of fun, but it was the third Metroid Prime game. This is this is something different. I kind of like it. So yeah, Donkey Kong Country returns. Um, loved it. Can't wait to hear what you guys uh, think about it. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and move on to Nathan's number two.
0: Yeah, um, my number two was Dragon Quest Nine, and I know Hell of a uh, game. Andy and Neil played it, right? Grant, yes. Did you yeah. It?
1: No, I didn't. I'm actually, you know, I not an RPG person. I've gotten to, into very, very few RPGs, so mm. um, I don't know. I'm, but from what everybody says about this thing, I might have to give it a try. The, I,
0: you know, this may be the one to check out. Sure. actually,
1: the only RPG I've ever finished um, that I can remember is Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. So that's a great so, game. So it's very good, you know and, I, and it's because of the action elements to the battles but anyway yeah there uh, i know that, like I, know this, that but... I know that's unique so it's probably not uh yes yeah. i mean this well, is definitely, definitely a, a very
3: uh, traditional rpg but it's a very accessible traditional rpg
2: yes i would it very is. much agree with that the the, the uh, story is pretty pretty engaging right right off the bat which is which is kind of a change of pace i, I remember the dragon quest 8 story took a while to get to get going yeah, yeah. well i mean well, and and the, I story, the, and the,
3: the story and the overarching story is kind of it's not a big deal, but it's like no, it's not. It I doesn't like waste any time. Little vignettes,
0: you know, so which it's I more think are really well done. To, yeah, it, it is, it's it's way better to play in a portable form because you can spend maybe a day on one of the story chunks and feel like you've played through a whole story arc. Yeah, and you know, you know, the next time you want to go adventuring, then you go to maybe the next town or you spend time getting items to alchemize or whatever. But you, you can play it in a very segmented manner. And still feel like you've accomplished something each time. I which question. I really enjoy. I have
1: a question. I have, mm. um, you know, like I said, not very many RPGs I've played. But I've played um, some of Final Fantasy three Remake on DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What, how, uh, you know, similar is Dragon Quest to Final Fantasy in terms of, you know, how the game plays and the structure and all that good stuff? Is,
3: um, I've never mm, played Final I would, I would say
1: they're very different. I've
0: played through Final Fantasy three on the DS. And it... It feels a lot more old. It, at the yeah. end of the day, you are playing a Japanese RPG, you know, turn-based. You're picking fire moves, ice moves, attack, you know, defend. Um But I just think that Dragon Quest Nine is a lot more accessible and quick-paced. Yeah. Whereas the Final Fantasy games, like, especially the older ones, it, it really feels like... um I, th- there's more of like a mystery surrounding the combat. I don't remember what the system was in Final Fantasy three. That's the job um, system. I know. That's like the, yeah. the game with the job system. Oh, but, it was like the the light job system, right, where you couldn't switch around and stuff. I, um, I, I don't. I don't know that. I, I know that Final Fantasy five really let you mess with the job system.
2: And, yeah, uh, that that
0: game's all awesome, c- c- customized stuff. And yeah, it was kind of like the precursor to Final Fantasy Tactics. Well, I will say um, that job I. Form. I
2: I played Final Fantasy Three for about half an hour and found it really uninteresting.
0: Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the whole thing's kind of bland, really. Um, but I, back to back to Dragon Quest
3: Nine. Um, I just, I mean, the vignettes are wonderful too. And as far as with the, the battle system, there, I guess in comparison to Final Fantasy three it's, I, it's I a think little more what, snappy. Yeah, what what does that such a good service is that. It's not just like the first person view where you just have like the images of the enemies like you are watching. It's like the it still plays the same way where you're selecting from a menu and it's turn based, but then you watch everything acted out by your characters in, you know, you know, like your 3D models of your character fighting 3D models of the enemies and it's right. just it's really entertaining to watch. It has like cinematic well, camera angles. And
0: you you got that in Final Fantasy 3 as well. But I would say that the dramatic element of combat is played up much more highly in Dragon yeah. Quest Nine. Did the
1: characters actually touch, like, touch each other? Yes. Like the... Yeah, yeah well, they, that's good. they jump
0: across and hit things. It's not like the guy swings and you see all the slashes hit the enemies.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good.
0: No.
2: Well, and it, like one of the things, like... it's
0: cool because characters will actually run around the field, and so will uh, yeah monsters. And and a lot of times it doesn't really make sense what's going on. Uh, <laughs> like, why is this guy all of a sudden all the way over here? but at the same time it lends definitely a more cinematic uh yeah you know touch to the combat cuz it feels like they're running around a field just beating each other up
2: one you know. of the really nice touches on Dragon Quest 9 for character customization is the fact that the uh the gear that you wear in the game the armor and the weapons and stuff actually oh, yeah. show up on your character as yeah. you, as you run around and so, it's like you know, it's kind of dumb yeah. as
3: in that like blue jeans are better than like fucking chainmail sometimes right. but it's like it's cool how they do it where it's not just like i guess the stuff that would realistically make the most sense is the best. It's also like just
0: stuff that looks cool will be really good for defense right. too. Right. And I would say a big part of what kept me playing Dragon Quest Nine was also just how it looked. You know, yeah. in in game the the back level five. Uh, I mean, we got so far the games we've been talking about uh, Professor Layton and Dragon Quest Nine both developed mm-hmm. by Level Five. They are yeah. a wonderful developer. They kill yeah. it. It it-, cool. it comes very close to mimicking the PS2 Dragon Quest Eight style. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, it does. It's, I
0: would, yeah,
2: it's pretty fantastic. I need, I need it to is. play
3: that game one of these days. I've heard nothing but wonderful things.
2: I liked it for about eight hours and then I lost interest. Uh, uh, I would
0: say at this point, uh, no,
2: don't just bother. wait,
0: wait, wait for ten. I I tried to get back into eight, and it. I don't know if it's just me, but I can't sit down in front of the TV and play that kind of game anymore. I just
3: can't. I I kind of agree. In all honesty, I mean, I'm I'm actually looking to get Dragon Quest Four on DS because I never played that. But oh I yeah, played, I would say do I actually that. I I do have to say because uh, Johnny actually listens to newscast. So thank you, Johnny, because uh, when he stopped reviewing games for the site, um, that was I guess two months before Dragon Quest V came out. And oh, he okay. reviewed Dragon Quest Four and I read that review that he wrote and I was really interested by it. And he already had the yeah. review reserved for Dragon Quest V. So when he stepped mm-hmm. down from doing reviews, that was left open. So I was like, Well, you know, Dragon Quest IV seemed really interesting. I'll review five yeah. and I fucking loved that game. And that was the oh, first yeah. Dragon Quest game I had played in probably ten years at hey, the time. I would say if and... you
0: if you like five, yeah, go back and play four instead of trying to tackle eight. Because yeah, really, yeah, because I, know, I played like five, I played Story. five
3: and loved five, and then Dragon Quest Nine immediately became one of my most anticipated games.
2: Yeah, tackle four,
0: and then you know we're getting six soon enough. So. Hopefully, we we'll get it. Please.
2: Well, well maybe we'll get an eight <laughs> and eight remake on 3ds. Wouldn't that be something?
0: That
3: would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean um, Dragon Quest Nine is just a wonderful game, and I I really hope that this discussion. Uh, w- when I get off the show, I, like, play it before I go to bed because yeah. I, I played, like, I put fucking 40 hours in the game. I'm in, playing like, through it again. Four um, days because of the review. And yeah. then after that, I had to basically kick myself with a habit because I kept on playing it and it was just, like, I wasn't playing anything else and I wasn't really doing much of anything else. I was just like, I'm just going to play more Dragon Quest IX. And I finally kicked myself with a habit and I've been kind of wanting to get back into it, but it's just uh, like it's been a struggle because I know if I start playing, it, I'm not going to want to stop. And I hope that this gets me
0: into the over that hump because I don't I'm really have anything it to play again on. Do you... As a solo character to kind of you know mimic the Dragon Quest One experience, it's pretty tough. But that um... actually sounds like fun. Maybe He's maybe fun. because and it's that's been one
3: of the, it's been such a long time since I've gone back to it. Maybe I will just restart and yeah, that's, that's actually that's one, one of the things, great things about Dragon Quest yeah.
0: Nine is that you can play how you want. Yeah,
2: you know, uh, yeah. Like I kind of like that you can just add and re- add and subtract uh, party members to yeah. your you know to your party, and there's no Definitely. ill consequences of doing it. Right. It's just, it's really,
0: how, it's a very customizable game. I mean, when you, yeah. when it comes down to it, you can pursue. Uh, sh- uh, Getting all the ingredients to make your own weapons and items and stuff, or you could just save up and buy them. They're expensive yeah. as hell, but you know if you just want to grind it out and get them, you can yeah. do that. And there are all the grottos and end game content that you can just completely miss if you just kind of want the main story arc. But it it, it lets you play to the degree that you want, and right. I I really like that.
2: Right on, I do too.
0: Yeah. So so that's all our number two games, and oddly enough, we all have the same number one game. Andy Grant and I. Yes. Um, Uh, Mine's different. Um, Nearly stupid. Um, What is it? it, 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 Super uh, Mario Galaxy 2. Yes. Oh, that old thing? Yeah, that old thing. Came Came
3: out out. back in May. Still pretty damn good. So, So, uh, all right. Now, I mean, I'll tell my story in that... uh, this game did not make my top three, which you will find out what's in my top three in the next episode. And part Ooh. of the reason why I didn't is because, I mean, I thought it was, it was really well done and everything. But to me, it just didn't hook me as much as Galaxy did. Like, Galaxy, like, you know, I, I blazed through that game. I loved the shit out of it. And when I played Galaxy 2, I had a lot of fun with it. And it just felt like, I guess, the things that I overlooked in Galaxy 1 and Galaxy 2 stood out, like, to be more glaring. Like, the shitty boss fights with Bowser and some of the stars... Mm seemed to be like kind of like silly in their presentation especially yeah. near the end when i was like you know getting through the last stars to get to 120 um it just i don't know it didn't hook me as much so well you know how,
0: I, why am i wrong i actually agree, agree with that, that. i agree neil uh, i i think that yeah definitely you do start to notice the hitches in the design a little bit more and how some of the stars are just kind of you know trite but yeah Well, the reason it made my number one, uh, Neil, is that because of all the games I played this year and in you know just years period, it has the most moments of just unbridled joy. I for some reason I will just be sitting there like a two year old on my couch gleaming. Yeah, I I, I mean there are definitely
3: yeah there are moments like that that happened to me in that game. It's just that that was more what I mean. I'm kind of giving away one of my top three, but that's like what Kirby was for me. Where I would just smile like a two year old gleaming. And that that definitely happened for me in Super Mario Galaxy 2, but I guess not to the degree that I expected or that made me, you know, completely adoringly love the game. I mean, I'm not saying that I hate the game, I don't hate fun. It's just that it's not my number one game of the year. Really,
0: we know that's actually the problem.
3: Yeah, I I hate fun things. Yeah. Well, to some
2: extent, it's hard to be super excited about what is basically a known commodity. Um, Right. From the moment they announced Galaxy Two, it was very clear that you already knew how much you were going to enjoy it, because it was exactly yeah, what. it Yeah, but there was so much more cool shit.
3: There was like the Shadow Mario's. There was Yoshi.
2: But I mean, it was it was exactly what it claimed yeah. to be. It was more of Super Mario Galaxy, which yeah. is a great thing. But it yeah, also is not a surprising thing. And a large, a large amount of how much you enjoy a game often boils down to how much you're surprised by it. Uh, yeah. yeah. That said, I still put it as my number one game. I don't think I played a game this year that I felt was as well made as Mario Galaxy 2. Well, I'm not I entirely the... sure I had the most fun playing it, even though I put it at my number one. I just felt like it was the best game. It was the game that yeah. it was the game that if I hadn't played Mario Galaxy 1, I would have been floored by it. Oh, I think I the, the,
0: the core part of Galaxy 1 and Galaxy 2 is that they do as much as they can to innovate all the time. On an individual level basis. And so, really, they're still innovating, and each, you know, not each star, but a lot of the stars are very unique, and you're doing something that you haven't done in a Mario game before a lot of the time, but, you know, it it does end up feeling like it's very, very similar to Galaxy 1 when really you you are doing different things well
2: there's only so much you can do within the scope of the Mario universe like it's
0: true it's true the Mario, i mean you're I jumping mean, on something to do something right but or you're pointing
2: <laughs> a, or you're pointing your your cursor at something yeah
0: yeah. I, yeah I guess the base mechanical level of interaction with the game is the same but when you the level you know, design what you're is fantastic. doing feels different and, yeah the Love levels the you're going through definitely and i really think very few games have at the level of gar- uh, Mario Galaxy two, graphics and sound that work together oh, god, so the, well.
2: The music. To... Can we just talk about the music for a minute? Yeah, oh, yeah, so like, good. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of remixes from the first Galaxy, but my god, the, those two Mario Galaxy games have probably the best soundtrack of any first party first party game from Nintendo that I can remember. They're fantastic. Ever. Well, and they work yeah. so
0: well visually with the game. You know, with the visual aspect of the game, just to create such a you know a cohesive theme or, or feel to the game. It's really That is definitely from Mario it's very, very memorable music. It is. It is. I mean when you hear it when they play it on RFN, it's just, oh my God, I want to be playing it right now.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
3: You know what I really liked? Uh the when Yoshi gets the hot pepper. And isn't there that level sure. where it like plays like the uh the well no the uh yeah, yeah the yeah, the the song from Super Mario <laughs> World. Which is just uh, it's so good.
2: Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean really it's a game that everyone's talked about you know and, and talked yeah. about almost the same points with Galaxy 1 but it's it's outstanding it really is
3: I mean just dis- I mean despite me kind of hating on it a little bit like I can't like the game's the game's amazing it's just that I, I don't know yeah it's just
0: say you have you have a cold a cold heart yeah and I have, that's a, I, have a, I
3: have a dark cold little heart and I'm sorry mm-hmm. I kind Let's of like how
2: in uh, Galaxy 2 they uh, they made Luigi a viable alternative instead of a bonus unlockable. Yeah, I thought That's that kinda was nice. kind of
3: cool, although it makes the uh, I guess Does anybody know if you get anything for getting all the stars
0: or I don't want to know. I have no idea. <laughs> I And you know what? I would I would say right now that I don't want a Mario Galaxy 3, but no, at the I same time, either. I would have said like if someone had asked me, do you want another Super Mario Galaxy or do you want Nintendo to do something new? I'll be honest, what would you have said? I would have said no.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: So, um, I three may be pushing it, but I think three DS maybe. Is yeah, Andy's right. If
3: if someone were to put a new Super Mario Galaxy in front of me, I would not reject it, but it would be cool to see them do something new with the series.
2: Yeah. Well, at this point, I kind of feel like they've done the three D platformer really as far as they can go. So, if they do another. 3D Mario game, they have to do something pretty vastly different than they've done yet. Yeah. More different than. Uh, you, know, you know what was. I want
0: to see with the next Mario more than anything else? I want them to get a new analogy for switching between worlds. I think that's really what they need. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That would be fantastic. How about the... online, how about online multiplayer? Wouldn't that be something else? Yeah, maybe. Whoa. But really,
0: the, at a basic level, the jump from square to square to get to a new level. I think that there needs to be a new. Yeah. You know, there needs to be something new for that. Because sure. it doesn't make sense. I know they've said, like, oh, you're moving between planets with a spaceship, and that kind of makes a little more sense. But uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, is that but it but for Yeah, Mario not Galaxy to end that 2? on a downer. It's a
0: fantastic game. And yeah, it
2: is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mario Galaxy 2 is all three of our number one picks. And it's with definitely. that, we're going. Well, that's. All the three of us who are listing off our picks. Yes. I would say uh, once yeah. again, Neil, Zach, and Carl Castaneda will be doing their three picks on the next episode. And yeah. with that in mind, let's go ahead and 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 close down for our for our top yeah. three games of the year. Now, as yeah. I mentioned as I mentioned earlier, there's going to be a little bit of a post game. Uh, the three of us are going to be talking about uh, games that we played and loved this year that weren't and weren't from Nintendo or Nintendo th- systems. So, and because it's
3: late as shit by me, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna peace out. And Neil's I, gonna bid us I farewell. hope you all enjoyed
0: this rather uh big ass episode. Neil's um, actually been asked to leave. Don't pretend. Yeah. yeah. Please. Guys, Neil, guys, I thought you said the, you
3: weren't gonna say that.
0: Have it's the just, dignity uh, at guys. least. It's because you hate Super Mario Galaxy too. Yeah, and guys just don't it's okay. Like me anymore. All the listeners understand. <laughs>
2: so, Neil, have a good night. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah um,
3: Neil. Email newscast at dot if you want to comment on any of these guys' games of the year or anything reviewed. else that we talked or, about. Or any of
0: the virtual console games that we didn't, you know, fully explain. Yeah. Yeah,
3: or or really any game that we don't fully get, or if there's something on DSI or WiiWare that we missed, that's really cool.
2: We did because, get some more uh yeah. we we did get some more listener mail that we didn't get a chance to read off because yeah. it involved research that we hadn't done yet. And so, also uh, and also if we'll you can't tell
3: this episode's long as shit to begin
0: with. Yeah, so, it is. But,
3: so
2: hopefully we'll get we'll, we'll get to your listener mail soon uh, if you wrote in and didn't hear a letter on the show. But it's really nice to actually start to get some feedback from listeners. It's it's fantastic. We, we love yeah. getting your emails. So keep, them keep coming. Keep
3: coming. Newscast at NintendoWorldReport.com. dot com. Tell your friends. Um, Tell all of yeah. your
2: friends at least once today. And we, we only have the Twitter.
3: The, the Twitter is occasionally updated. That's. Occasionally. A, NWR yeah. underscore newscast, or nope. is it just NWR newscast?
2: Just NWR newscast, no
3: underscore All right, NWR, NWR newscast. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Um, and yeah, I'll
0: see you guys in two weeks, and then we're going weekly.
3: Woo! Yep. Woohoo!
4: All right.
0: All right, so stick around on the other side of the break. We are going to have our non Nintendo honorable mention game of the year type deal. Yes. yes. All right. All
4: right, see ya. Hey, see ya. Bye. Come Bye. Later. <laughs> Bye.
0: Okay, and we are br- back. sans Neil, thank God. Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that guy, that what damn guy. What a drag!
2: What a drag! Oh, I hate Mario Galaxy um, too. <laughs> I
1: don't think it's the best game ever. <laughs>
2: sorry, I hate Mario. Oh, I hate Mario Galaxy too. Is that is that better? Yes,
1: That's, that, 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 that's, more, that's, that's more
2: realistic.
4: Yeah. Oh,
0: sorry. Anyways, Neil. Um, so we're gonna talk about our favorite like non Nintendo games here. Um, and, uh, we want to start off with Grant, perhaps, our guest?
1: Yep, my favorite game of the last year, uh, that... The game
0: that I bought, but I lindied. Lindied, (laughs) right?
1: I, uh, it is StarCraft II, uh, for the PC, and, um, technically, I suppose it's StarCraft II Wings of Liberty, because it's just the, uh, Terran campaign part so far, but, um... It's 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 really good. If you've played StarCraft, um, you you know the basic mechanics. It's a real-time strategy game. Um, the thing I like about it, I've played a few real-time strategy games. I, I really like the um, the simplicity of the StarCraft series. It's uh, you know easy to grasp in terms of the uh, the way you control it, the way you command your troops. Um, I, the graphics on this one are really really nice, um, but they're really scalable because it runs on my uh, 2008 MacBook that has an integrated graphics card and uh you know it so it can look really good uh if you you know have the uh the power to make it look really good um but uh the the com- the campaign uh i should say that the um first starcraft i loved and uh 99% of what i played in the first starcraft was just the campaign mode because uh, right. I really sucked at multiplayer mm-hmm. and I never got into it. I know a lot of people play StarCraft just for multiplayer, but I really liked the single player on it and I um uh, played it through through it, a, you know, two or three times. because um, the uh the mission design was really good, the scripting was really good. Um the story while it was fairly typical um sci-fi type war stuff was uh, you know, interesting to me at the time. Um so the current game, I was really interested in trying out the campaign, and the great thing about it is how they've um, polished up the, um, the presentation. Uh, the in-between game stuff is really cool. You're kind of on a spaceship, and you can move around to different rooms and talk to different characters, and you can do kind of side missions almost, and you can buy uh, upgrades to your units, and you can spend research points on new, on new technologies uh, so it's it's a lot more customizable than than the previous StarCraft game. Um, they've really blown up the the single player portion of it. And um,
2: well, didn't the, they also limit it to uh, to one one of the races for well, now?
1: Well, yes. The the what they've got released is the Terran campaign, I mean, but the length of the single player game is as long or longer than the entire first StarCraft game. So I don't feel too oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: the The, the game is about,
1: is pretty extensive. It's about thirty uh, missions, which is exactly how long the first game was. So it's wow. still a long game. Um, and uh, but the, you know, it's all it's all Terran. But you can play a Zerg or Protoss in multiplayer, and you can play a few Protoss missions in single player too, because um, they're kind of bonus missions. Um, so. The, the rest of the single player game is going to be released in expansion packs, so they're they're kind of milking you for you know all the cash they can get. But if if the rest of the expansions are the same length as this game, they're basically yeah. 3 they're basically three full games. So it's basically a trilogy if you look at it that way. So I'm I, I don't feel too bad about that. Uh, and Terrans was always my favorite race to play by far, so I'm I'm fine with uh, the current game. Um, so. I don't know how I don't want to get too deep into it, um, into how the game plays or in all the details. Uh, I just, but I will say that there are a few uh, refinements that are really, really welcome and make the game a blast to play. The main one for me is you can queue up commands for people. So especially for the workers, you can tell the worker to um, build, you know, a string of buildings all at once and just leave them alone, and then he will go. Build exactly in the order you tell them to and uh, you couldn't do that in the first game and it really streamlines everything so it's just you know it's a, it's StarCraft but it's it's polished and it's it's uh, it's streamlined and it's just it's just a lot of fun so if, if you're into StarCraft you, you know there's really no reason not to get this
2: Are the uh, characters the same as the first
1: game? Uh, so, several of them are the main character is Jim Raynor who is the, pretty much the main character of the human race in the first game uh, and Kerrigan is, like, the girl who kind of gets turned into a Zerg, and she is the main enemy in this game. So, uh, yeah, they've kept, you know, a lot of the main characters. They've added new ones, of course, but um, right. there's a lot of continuity. Uh, so um, the, the stories do tie together. Uh, it would help to have played the first game, though. You can you can get what's going on if you haven't played the first game.
2: I, I seem to recall trying to play the first game and then getting, like, eight missions in and just... Falling flat, like just never being able to pass a mission, yeah, that's always can, been one of mine. My... Can,
1: that can happen, and it's really hard. You can't. There's no way to kind of skip a level. The one of the really great things about this game is that there's multiple branches, so that you can, you know, at at any given time or most of the time, there's like three branches going on, and there are like many subplots. And if you get stuck on a mission in one of the branches, you just go to a different one, and then when you do that, you can earn research points and earn, um, you know. Ways to sure, upgrade sure. your tech, or upgrade your tech, and then you can go back to the level you you got stuck on and probably beat it more easily. So it's you know you can get around that problem way better in this game. So it's you know yeah. they've really put a lot of thought into the structure uh, of the of the of the single player game on this.
2: Awesome. Yep.
1: So you know, I'll I uh, it's probably it's possibly you know my favorite game of the year overall. You know, above the Nintendo stuff, but that's just because I have a crazy amount of nostalgia for the first StarCraft. So. So I really Do they let you
2: play it. through the uh, the campaign co-op?
1: Um, no, there is co-op in the multiplayer. That's just co-op versus, um, you know, AI. But it's not sure. the campa- It's not the campaign, which is unfortunate. Okay. That would be great. That'd be a lot of fun. Sure. I uh,
2: I've always kind of wanted to play through the, the StarCraft, uh, the first StarCraft, but. I just nowadays it looks so dated that it's really hard for me to want to sit down there and, and look at those graphics for a couple yeah, hours. But yeah, someday I really need well. to force myself to play through that that series.
1: Sure,
2: I think I, so. uh, I'm still I'm still sort of I'm still sort of at a point where I prefer War Warcraft Two as my go to RTS, which is really sure. a you know a holdover well, a... from 1996 that yeah, probably needs updating. Um, well, uh, Nathan, are you still there?
0: Yes, I am still here, but I don't have much to say about StarCraft. Um it's sitting on oh. my computer. I need to play it. Well, right it, now Nathan, my
1: if you if you get on there and you find me um I can uh school you on the online except Oh, probably, okay. except I probably won't cuz I'm not very good at multiplayer. But
0: well, I know some keyboard shortcuts, so oh, look out. Oh yeah, I know like
1: <laughs> two of those. Um all right, so that's uh, you know, my, probably my game of the year overall, StarCraft Two. Um, play it.
2: Okay. You sold me. That's a commit. not really, but maybe eventually.
1: Well, it's sixty bucks, so you know, it, actually, you know, that's a bit steep. So if you can, uh, it, I would say if you find it somewhere for less than sixty, I don't think See,
2: the, the, the problem I, is I've been lindying Warcraft Three for, for so it. long that it's hard for me to want to pick up StarCraft Two. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I understand.
1: Yeah, well, it's good if if somebody gives it to you a, uh, as a present. Don't, don't you throw know. it away.
2: All right.
1: Don't throw it away. Hey.
2: Done. Yeah, done and done. Probably a good All idea. Right. All right. All right. So the game, uh, the game I was going to talk about is a little, little iPhone game. You can you can stop listening now if you want. Um, it's a little game called Game Dev Story. It came out about a month and a half ago, maybe, and. Uh, it's it's sort of it's sort of crazy. I'm sure you've probably heard about it. I mean, it was all over the internet for a couple of weeks there. But um, basically, Game Dev Story is a game developer simulator sort of. Uh, for it's like an old like an old school school sim game uh, for iPhone. Um, you 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 play as a small development team, um, and you start off. The game has a fixed length of twenty years. And you start off, and you're developing for PC or for like what essentially boils down to like the old, old Atari systems, um, although they have different names. Um, but yeah, you just sort of you 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 pick a you pick like a genre of game, and then like a setting, like a like a like a robot action game, or like a ninja puzzle game, or something like that. You pick a, you, you kind of mix and match the genre to the to the, to to the the, the the format, and those things when they when they match up well your game does better and uh, you get better critical reviews. So every, every game that you put out, you have to choose if you're going to use your in-house development team or outsource it for a little, a little bit more money to get better graphics and whatnot. Uh, you can pay like a really high profile artist to come in and do your art for you, but it's going to cost a pretty penny. And then after your game comes out, it gets reviewed in a magazine and you know, your scores will add up to you, you know, the help help you get a big, bigger fan base and, and then the game sells, and then however well the game sells, you use that money to go into your next game. And it's just sort of, you know, it's, 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 it's really addictive. I think I, I picked this game up with the intent of just kind of trying it out at like 8 o'clock in the morning and played it for 12 hours straight. I could not put it down. I got all the way through the 20-year cycle and then played it again. Um, not all the way through exactly the second time straight through, but... Uh, I played it for probably 12 hours straight, and then another couple hours the next day, and then kept going and kept going. It's just, it's just, it's hard to even really explain the appeal to it. It, it is very much a sim, even though it's, you know, got a little bit of cutesy flavor to it, but, but I know, I don't know, I really liked it. You, you can attend like an E3 kind of show, and if you want, you can hire booth babes, or you can hire a, an animal mascot to accompany you and help and help grow your fan base, and I don't Yeah. I, know.
1: I played this game too, and uh, did you play this, Nathan?
2: No, I,
0: I'm being stupid. Now I only buy stuff that there's an iPad version.
1: <laughs> oh well, yeah. Uh, it's, it's well, it's
0: it's mostly okay. Let me qualify that. It's because I'm an iPod Touch second gen- generation, okay. so uh, a lot of stuff just does not run, run right. Sure. And yeah.
1: Well, this one will this run. One this one should run. I mean, it's it's That's just it's like say. a it's like eight bit graphics. It's the cool thing. It's it's uh, like isometric uh, yeah. pixel art. Kind of graphics. It's very cool. Um, I've played this too, and I had almost the same experience. I bought it and I played it. I didn't get through all, the whole cycle, but I played, um, you know, for several hours straight. Um, I kind of got to a plateau where I wasn't able to make much more money for my games, and you know, there's a lot of factors like um, in terms of how well your game does. Like you can advertise, you can research and get your your staff. Um, you know, give them research points so they're better at certain things. You can hire new people, and and you can hire outside help, and, like, all of those things you can do completely differently for every game. Well, of own course, own the, gen- and the, the and genres come and go with
2: popularity as well.
1: And the genres go – every time you do a new genre or a new game type, you you gain a level mm-hmm. on it. There's, like, there's kind of a lot of RPG elements yeah. to this too because you level up your characters, you level up your game genres – so, you know, and it's hard to know, you know, if you level up your adventure games, does that mean you should keep doing adventure games every single time because you get better at them? But at, over time, your fan base starts to, uh, you know, dwindle because they they see the same thing from you all the yeah. time. So it's kind of mimicking real-life real, real life market um, outcomes. Well, on you have to be, you so be it, very... You know, it's, it's almost... Co-
2: you have to be very careful... Yeah, sorry. sorry. You have to be very careful because... The uh, the consoles that you're developing for also have their own market shares, so you got to you, you know if you want to if you want to per- develop on the, uh, the 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 biggest, baddest console, you have to buy a license, and those licenses start to get extremely yes. expensive down the road.
1: Right, and those consoles have life cycles, and if you you know hop onto a console late in its life cycle, you might not get your money's right. worth. So it's you know there's a lot of lot of real world analogies to these things and uh you know it's almost like a commentary on the video game yeah. business in a way so it's really interesting if you're interested in video games it's you know there's a lot a lot of depth here
2: so this is this is a chance for you to finally live out your dream of becoming a virtual boy developer so
1: that's right there is a virtual boy uh, yeah. analog in the game like almost every game system of the last 20 years has like a fake version with a funny name on yeah. this game, so that's pretty cute. If you know a lot about video game history, you'll get a kick out of those names. Absolutely. Like, what are what are a couple of um, those? Are there any? The the super all funny the ones? stuff
2: from, from Nintendo is called Intrendo.
1: Um, well, there's yeah, Intrendo the in, yeah, yeah, the and the IES and yeah, the I the IES,
2: the Super IES, and um, the GameCube is like the uh, what is like the GameBox, I think. Um, the game boys It would have. It would
0: have to be. That's what my mom actually yeah, called it. I think it. the Sony sure. was
2: called the. Um, the Sony. Oh, oh, what was oh, it? Oh man. The tri- was it? The, the the. It was this. The, it's the, the play status. status. It was that. called the play status. And the yeah, play status like that. Too. And then
1: there was a. There was a Wonder. Yeah, there was a Wonder Swan thing. Like there was there was the game game kid. Uh, uh, and the game game kid, right? And and virtual, virtual kid, I think, right? Or right. Like that. Um, right. There was a Game Gear too. It's, yeah, yeah it's there's a funny. lot of there's a lot of direct
2: correlations to the actual, the actual game game uh, industry. It's a lot of fun. I, I would system, I would recommend so, yeah. picking it up even on cool. iPad. I think it would look probably look pretty good because it would scale up to just being.
0: It probably would.
2: It's, pix-
1: it's pixel art right. already, so it would just be bigger exactly. pixel art. You know. You may uh, you yep. may
2: actually get some nice. get some good playtime out of that on iPad. I think on iPad it'd actually be a it'd actually be really nice because. There's
1: so many menus on that that it feels kind of cramped. Yeah, the buttons are kind of yeah. small. Sometimes. Hmm. You may actually, you may actually enjoy well, that on iPad.
0: I will, I will look at it after this Go I see.
1: And what's the price? What's the price on that? It was three dollars, I think, when I bought it. It's so was, it was. It's, it not the, the
0: not therapy. like that's a lot, but you know.
1: It might be lower. I think I, for some reason, I think I got it on sale for like ninety-nine That'd cents. That'd be good. But it's probably That'd not there anymore. Yeah. So we got one more.
0: Well, a game that was not 99 cents but it was only 12 bucks. Uh was my favorite game of the year by far, Minecraft. Oh, yes. Minecraft. Oh, oh, holy crap. What a what an awesome game out of nowhere. And I know that it was kind of in its early stages. I think maybe it was in its infancy even last year. I'm not sure. Um but you know the game it the game took off and went for sale this year. And it is. We talked about it obviously on a previous post game, uh, newscast. But it, it it's a giant, like survival Lego set, for grownups, yeah. and it's awesome. It is awesome. And it, I've already said the you know I've already blabbed on about it. And I just I play it even more than when I was talking about it then. I, it is the game I go to,
2: and I uh. Oh, I had kind of stopped playing, kind of fairly shortly after we talked about it that one time. But I recently kind of got into yeah. the multiplayer game, and I I found the multiplayer yeah. game to be a whole new ball of wax in terms of um, just compelling gameplay content. I think one of the, one of the reasons I really like the, the the multiplayer is that your stuff is sort of it, it feels like your stuff has more like more uh, relevance to it if it exists in a world where someone else can see it. Um, so like if oh, I yeah, if I build a little house in my own little Minecraft game on my computer, and I delete it, that's that's fine. It's gone. It's off my computer. But if I build it in a, a world where other people are are inhabiting, I've taken a part of their world and claimed it for my own. It's like it's like my own little version of Manifest Destiny. I love it.
0: Well, it, it, yeah, I was I previously played um, locally with a friend and uh, or a couple friends, and then now I've started to play more online um, on a friend's server. And, yeah, it's really cool how you carve out your own chunk into yeah. that world. And it's like, oh, this is Nathan's place. Exactly. And I think that's so cool. It's like... Because, you know, like, you're all sharing the same resources inside the game, but the world's so expansive that it's not really, really an issue. Right, exactly. Like, oh, this guy's taking all the wood. Or... I,
1: have a, I have a question about this. I've played a little bit of it. I haven't got too deep in. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I know that the servers, as they are, like, kind of you know, set up your own world right. and you can invite people to it. Yeah. So it, so each one is only going to have, you know, the people that you know personally or the people that you want to invite. Um, is, are there plans to turn this into more of an MMO style where everybody's in the same job? There,
0: there are already servers that people host that have a thousand members.
1: Oh, yeah. See, that's, that's kind of where the potential is for me. It seems like if you got that many people to crowdsource. Yeah. There are servers where
0: they built giant, you know, pyramids and amazing structures. And they, and these ones, they actually turn on the survival elements. So it's not like they have infinite blocks. Everything that they built, they've had to mine from the world. And it's awesome. And people, and everyone has their own little place in the game. And like there, you could set up admin stuff so that. You know, people can't go out of control with uh, TNT and blow up other people's structures. Yeah, and the great. like. Well, see, um, the, uh, so you, you know, you can enforce that in game. The server that
2: I've been playing on is a fairly low key server. There's only about, I think, maybe five, ten to ten regular users in it. Uh, but still, they've built an amazing amount of of content. They they, well, one of the things that I really thought was cool was, you know, I built a little house and I built a pool in the backyard and a water slide and a diving board off off that pool. But then, like two days later. They extended their their um, railroad track to right in front of my front door. So how how cool is that? It was like all of a sudden I had personal transportation. <laughs> um, it's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. really fantastic. I love stuff like the, that. The server life. that I'm playing on, they they the spawn point for when you first log in um, is this the entrance to this giant um, labyrinth. Uh, they they don't let anybody just come on and, and mess with their stuff because they don't want someone to connect and start ruining their Ruining their world. So, in order to gain access to the server, you have to complete the labyrinth, which will then lead you to a sign where you can email someone for access. Um, now, when I when I connected, there was a guy on the forum that I that I uh, share with him that you know, he recognized my name and I recognized his. So he was he was happy to help me through it, which was actually good because I'm not entirely sure i ever would have been able to complete it without his help because it was a fairly it was a fairly it was very dark in there and it was just kind of hard to find my way around and. I, I never even found the exit room, where you have a choice of twelve potential exits, where you must decipher clues to to pick the right one. I never even found the room with the exits without his help guiding me along. So, and so basically, what, what, what that basically wow. means is, if you have the patience to get through that, you're not going to go in there and just ruin everything. So it's actually it's, it's a right. really nice little like homemade safeguard against against internet griefing, which is. It just makes the world that much that much cooler, I think I don't
1: know well the great thing about it is that that was not made by the developer that was something the unit the users put together it's like this is right. like the most like user one of the most user um created type games uh that I've ever it watched. it's
0: filled with that buzzword emergent gameplay, you know stuff that developers didn't really intend, but it just sort of happens because the community does yeah. it and um yeah. Yeah, that that's another great thing about Minecraft, and that's really expanded in the weeks since we've talked about it. Um, yeah, a lot more people have gotten way into it online, and they've added more features to the, you know, the online mode to bring it up to parity with the single player right.
1: mode. <clears throat> do you do you guys and, um, like the um? Do you guys like the combat aspect of it? No, it kind of seemed like a bit of a turnoff. No, it me. is.
0: It's definitely the worst part of the game for me
1: because I don't want to, you know, build. Worry when I'm building something. You know, the part of the reason I haven't gotten too far is because I know I have a time limit before it gets dark, and I have to run around and, and, you know, I'll probably get killed. Um, Oh, because because I haven't gotten far enough in the game to even get weapons or you know I'm okay. Well,
0: you can get you can get weapons. Right off the I, bat, you can get it. Maybe yeah, no, a minute. What I
1: know. What I need to do is get into a, a, a walk through and, and figure that out. I mean, well, I, and
0: I and really and I'll we can walk you. I one of us can walk you through it on Skype, Grant. Um, I'll have to. I mean, or, I'm gonna have to. You know, just come on I mean, a I've, server with me and you know see. Uh, I'll exactly, I'll yeah. uh, host one at my yeah. house, but
1: but 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 even the fact that I have to worry about that has been kind of.
0: Yeah, and it's a little rough, you know, because it, there's no tutorial for the game. But, sure,
1: that's what they need. They really need one.
0: They do, yeah. Um, but but that'll come. I think that'll come. I, I think what, what I was talking about is I don't like the mecha- mechanics of the combat. It just feels... It doesn't yeah. feel very satisfying when you're hitting stuff, you know? Um, right. Maybe that's because of how the hitboxes work. Or There's I, some really I don't... good
2: ideas in the combat. Like, the idea of craft your own weapon and use it to defend yourself against yes. against the, the bad guys that come out at night. Like, that's a really compelling idea. Um, but it it's is. not executed with all that much finesse at the moment.
0: I just feel like when I'm fighting something, there's not too much connection between the enemy's animations and the actual yeah. thing, the way it's hitting me. For some reason, I feel like I can't really predict and avoid its hits. I, I, or if I want... Go ahead. I was
2: going to say, I will say that on the server that I've been playing on, the monsters are in, turned off entirely, as is the yeah. health bar. So you just can't die. Oh, okay. while... I would like honestly, that it is like, it's fun. Be, to be honest, Gra- I,
0: Grant, you can turn it off in the single player.
2: I, I kind, I kind, oh, I kind oh, of oh. like it this way in the multiplayer because it gives me a chance to really kind of learn the idea behind multiplayer Minecraft without worrying about dying. So maybe someday I'd actually kind of like them turned on. They actually, the, my server was doing a vote. They had a warp point. You, you warp to the vote. <laughs> you warp to the the voting booth. You jump down a <laughs> giant pit to the bottom of this giant pit. And then they had four chests. They had one chest that had a whole bunch of steaks, like meat steaks. And then they had three other chests that represented voting options. And you place, you take a steak from the first chest, and you place it in one of the other three. And the options were: Do you want monsters? Do you want monsters plus health bar removal? Like they had the three different options for yeah. for monster enabling and they wanted to know what the users thought about it. And so basically you just take a stake from the first the first chest and put it in one of the other chests depending on your vote and then you left and See, I I happen to
0: really enjoy the element of risk that it adds. So, it sounds like your server went to take it opted to take out the monsters and all the health, but there's something fun about collaborating against them.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm I sure there is. I absolutely believe that there is. I, I'm kind of enjoying learning this part of the game without worrying about it, but I definitely agree that it's it's a fun part of the game uh, that I've... It is. I've liked that part of the game in the, in, in, in the single player, but it definitely makes I it like more the, stressful.
0: Yeah, I like the danger it adds. I just don't like the nitty-gritty of actually fighting the monsters. Right. And it's actually a little better if you're using a ranged weapon, Um, but uh, then it takes a while to craft all the arrows and stuff you need Sure. But it's fun, you know. One thing I would complain about is that sometimes creepers can just completely sneak up on you, and all of a sudden part of your house is gone because they've exploded. Um, And that's happened to me far too many times. But it, it's it's still in the works. you know. It's not even in beta yet.
2: They just announced the beta um, was coming uh, a couple weeks here.
0: On the 20th. Yeah, yeah the beta's coming on the 20th. Um, cool. I don't know if there's going to be a gigantic jump in quality. I know he has hired on some staff, mm-hmm. so maybe they've been really hard at work on stuff behind the scenes, and we're
2: gonna. He said see he's adding it. end game content, which kind of makes me wonder. Really? Like, not, not... There, there is no. How's that? How's
1: that? There is
0: no content. I don't know what he means. Well, like, all the content is you well, make aren't it. There,
1: aren't there like little? are little mini? Yes. No. Yeah. Like yeah there are. There are. are spawn. There are
0: spawn. There are like spawn points. And there yeah.
2: are chests.
1: Well, I, thought, I mean, there are there are caves that have. Chests in there.
0: There are. And, and, there you know, are. Okay, if that's what you mean. By it, I thought you meant so like think, maybe you know, something it,
2: with the storyline or anything. Oh no no, no 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 no
1: no. But it's possible that he could turn. You know, he could be planning on turning those into more full fledged. Well, I think maybe he, he. I think
2: maybe areas. he just means there will be more things that you can't see in the game until you've done a lot of groundwork. Yeah, that's kind of how I interpret that. Sure.
1: I think he needs a lot more environmental variation. Oh, he's uh, added know, that. All he's added weather. That. Okay, well, that's good. Um, that's
2: there good. are different yeah. biomes
0: now. So there are desert environments. Uh, there are snowy environments. There are um, even within the... the st-
1: even in the, same, in the same world?
0: Even in the same world. Okay, and, um, okay good. Because like, it didn't used to be that. Yeah, right now, the place I'm sitting at, um, on one side I have like a sort of a tropical island archipelago. And behind me, there are some really tall, snowy mountains where all the water on the coast is frozen. Oh, cool. Uh, That's great. It's really That's cool. awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, good. They fixed that part. Yeah.
0: Good. Um, and, so it's a work in progress. And I, I guess um, we, we talked a lot already about Minecraft before we're doing it again. <laughs> yeah, right. I can just talk about it almost endlessly. I think for people that are interested in it and haven't played it yet, go ahead and try out the free version online. He's also adding a beta, uh, a demo. Um, of the single player come the twentieth, and um, and I there's another podcast that I'd like to just sort of mention called The Shaft, and it, it's a Minecraft centric podcast. So if you're already playing, or if you're just curious about it, I mean, listen to it; it's great. They talk about stuff they'd like to see in the game, new stuff they've done on their server, right? Stuff that's been added, so you can keep up to date with all the patches and such. It, it's a good podcast, and it's it's kind of what we're doing here. But, um, you know, far more in depth and weekly, So, fantastic the shaft,
2: sweet, yeah, well, I think that'll about wrap it up for this uh they first episode of the best of twenty ten so with that in mind yeah. we'll uh, we'll see you in a few weeks, uh, say farewell, Grant, because he won't be seeing us in a few weeks, but
1: um, farewell
2: bye grant well uh, we'll see you one more time in twenty ten and then uh, we're off to uh the great pasture of twenty eleven so. Good night, everyone, and thanks for for tuning in. Bye for today. Oh, lordy.
1: Okay, edit that.